due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. Gertie gotta work, 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 work. Gertie gotta work, 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 work. Hey, got an idol matinee. Welcome to <laughs> Idol Matinee podcast episode one oh four. Hi everyone, welcome to Idol Matinee. Was that, Sean, again? So was that Sean Paul? Was that yeah, Sean, Sean Paul? Paul? Then then turned into like an Indian doctor, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, or just, welcome well, to my nineteen seventies Indian doctor. Yeah. Welcome to Idol Matinee episode one oh four. One oh four. Here we are again for you. Uh, welcome to episode one oh four of Idol Matinee. <laughs> and we, <laughs> everybody, guess who's here tonight? We have Greg. Uh, bonsoir, je m'appelle Grégoire. Chris. Yep. I got a theme. Um, yep, Chris. And Johnny. Time wounds all heals. It's me, Johnny. Welcome to Idle Matin, everybody. It's lovely to have you back. As we always say, this is the perfect episode to listen to if you first listen. <laughs> Sorry, I'll start that again. Uh, lovely to have you back. As we always say, this is the perfect episode to listen to if you're a first-time listener. And for ongoing listeners, thank you and welcome back. It's lovely for you to come back and be here again. Uh, so how is everyone? Everyone feeling good? Everyone feeling pumped? I was. Yeah, yeah it's just your intros always bring me down. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> so shit. So shit. It's so weird. And uh, yeah, it's always made me feel awkward. Hundred and whatever episode, uh, hundred. Why am I looking at my watch? I don't mind watch, weird. Watch I don't mind gone. weird. Absolute shit puts me yeah. off. Hundred and three. Was this hundred and four? You're not big. Yeah, you're not big. Sean Paul fans. No, that's not my favourite. If I, I would have done, um, I let it stick to my girls like glue. I know, I know a number two. I know I need a number oh, two. That's not that bad for one hundred two. Yeah, for one hundred two. Yeah. So let's begin. I love, I love, I love, sugar, sugar. I don't know the words. That one. That one. And if you're still with us, we will be doing some chat later on. And you reckon? I'm what lost the stag do crew so as you all know we're also a bespoke podcast we have roughly 30 listeners it's growing each week or going up and down it fluctuates but that's fine we don't care because this we do care but we okay so we like to begin with something we call slice of life now slice of life is what we've all been doing in the week and each story it needs to earn a higher rating than five to stand a chance of winning a Toblerone at the end of the year so that is what we're doing this week and last week we had greg had a big story uh i won Johnny's done a lot of crazy things i think chris may have done some crazy things i don't know what he's done uh but who wants to go first on this week's slice of life Chris so Chris has put his hand up he wants to go first so yeah, over to Chris with first, Slice to be honest it's been a bit of a slow week for me you know um, everything's starting to calm down domestically and professionally um, not going into retirement but you know it's just it's been quiet so the most exciting thing I've done really over the past week is try and source myself items of furniture but getting them off like Gumtree Facebook marketplace like Georgian bits and things like that but sometimes you turn up and it's not quite what you want or it's a bit bulkier than you thought so it's a bit more inconvenient to stick it in the back of the car or you feel obliged to haggle just because you feel like you know you're a geezer and you should and then it's when you are unsuccessful and then you're like oh fuck it then and you have to walk back to your car drive back the 40 miles wasting the petrol money thinking the petrol money alone's costing me more 
than the, the discount I was trying to haggle off. Um, it's completely pointless. So that's sort of the main thing. Um, what, sort finished... of, uh, what sort of furniture exactly are you looking for? Everything? Why or... Georgian? Georgian just because that's the sort of, I like that sort of dark wood stuff for like uh, my office. That's what I'm wanting there. Uh, for the um, dungeon. Do you want something pretentious for your office? Yeah. Well, yeah, is it absolutely. pretentious? Is it yeah, pretentious? No, it's practical. No, it's, it, it's well built. It's not laminated. Ideally, it's, it's I'd, have, wood. I'd have pretentious fucking furniture. Not pretentious, but, you know, fancy furniture. I mean, it could be read as... I mean, some people might call it pretentious. I wouldn't call it pretentious. I'd call it fancy. Um, but yeah. some, I, but I, the I'd thing is, some fucking... people don't... Loads of people want more space in their house now. So these bigger sort of old vintage yeah. items, they're not, people aren't wanting so much. So. They're not the How much was drawer. it, though? Um, How much was the item... I've, I've done it over numerous different items. But this one, um, you did you actually physically drive 40 miles and haggle and lose it and drive back? Was that just an example? Yeah. That actually happened. Yeah, that so what was the price? Yeah. What did you want it for? And what was the price he was doing it for? Her, her? It was for 50 quid. And <laughs> it was for a really nice... It was um, a drinks cabinet right. um, from like maybe 1810 with with some of the original like... Well, it wasn't 1810 actually because it was a bit like... Because it had a... It's original cocktail shaker with it, glass marble top as you pull it down. So it would have been a really smart like drinks cabinet to have the corner of my office. So how much was that? Fifty quid. That was for fifty quid because it was a relative, and they were doing a house clearance, so they just wanted rid of stuff. Right. And what did you try um, and get it down to? I wanted it for forty. What? <laughs> so you didn't? You weren't willing to go that extra ten quid then? For I something just, you, you really feel like wanted. Like a mug, if they what? turn you down, you just go. Okay, no, spit too much for me then, mate, and walk away. So, so you lost out. Oh, what was he going to say? Mm. Well, Go I was thinking, in, in terms of gum tree, or what they sort of call a prick tease. So well, this thing sounded really cool. I don't think a tenner made a, would have made a difference, really. Like yes, no, but the, no, that's that's right. If it was, a t- but, if it was four hundred or five hundred, five hundred quid, yeah, that's a that's a difference. But you should always tenor, feel. You know, I watch plenty of these programs where they haggle and they knock the money off. Have you have you seen one anywhere else? Could you get? Have you managed to find anything else like that for the same price? Not as good as that. So I'm going to ask Lou if she can go and get that for me. <laughs> <laughs> what for fifty notes? For fifty quid, I'm happy. Fifty quid is a good face. price. You can't go back yourself. Actually, yeah, we'll have it for fifty. Uh, yeah, I see what I you're saying now. Don't notice it's the same car. Yeah, I don't. Um, but the bit where so let me get this straight. So they said it was fifty. You said would you do it? for 40 they said no 50s our final offer and you were like no, no. they're not offering oh, 50s off right. our, our final pro- so i'll give you another parallel so another parallel it's good though, you're still getting the thing a, good. a few weeks ago if it's, if it's we not in this wardrobe oh yeah good point there sorry, was a say wardrobe again, say again sorry so a few weeks ago there yeah. was a really specific wardrobe we wanted right. for, for this space we found one really similar to it just near here and we had hired a van for the weekend anyway because we were moving stuff so i was like brilliant this is the best time to go and get this wardrobe we went to get the wardrobe when we were there it was a little bit shitter than it was meant to be and it wasn't in great condition so it wasn't quite the exact type i wanted but it was close enough but it was a bit shitter condition was it a replica of the the wardrobe from the lion the witch in the wardrobe it was very yeah yeah it was basically well the, the so this ended good though. So I, so we wanted. Um, so we said, look, it's not fucking worth what they wanted. Let's offer them this, and we said we'll offer you this, and they went, 
No, we need every penny for grandma's care. And I was thinking, uh, and we looked at each other and we were like, nah, we'll leave it. Because it was the top of some flats as well. So it would have been inconvenient in every way. So we left there and then um, found the exact one we wanted for cheaper. And it, but it was in Cambridge. And I was commuting backwards and forwards with this van anyway. So I just went down there, got this one for cheaper. Brilliant. Got it back. A couple of days later, the original person we went to for the shit wardrobe went, tell you what, we'll do it for you for, and it was just £5 off the price we'd offered them. Like, no, nah, it's all right then. They were like, oh, okay then. And it's still advertising now, but they're still advertising it at the top price. It's like no one's going to fucking go and collect that from the top of some flats. Something that looks like it won't last a few corners. So, yeah, so not very sort of, not very interesting really. But um, I did finish um nine perfect strangers yes I I do. I've, yeah i've watched that ages ago sorry yeah it sort of put me off um mushrooms and <laughs> yeah. with um, nicole kidman and botox what's her accent um, like in it i've heard her accent's I mean, pretty bad in that it's bad it's terrible it's all over well, she's she's meant to be swedish whatever, but I, I mean my Russian. swedish the thing is it's an estimation i don't know i couldn't do I, I, do you know what Swedish accent? You couldn't tell a Swedish accent from it's a Russian. fucking Swedish. Often sounds can sound it's American, Russian. can sound. Yeah, oh no, she's Russian. Sorry, yeah, sorry, she's meant to be she's Russian. Russian yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, it'd be hurdy gurdy. Well, that's how good her accent was because I thought she was Swedish. No, so it's meant to be Russian. Yeah, then it was. Yeah, it's sort of. Mm. Okay, so uh, that's you. The wardrobe story. Um, wardrobe story. Nine perfect strangers and um have you watched that oak studio stuff on netflix no not yet some of it i've seen on okay. youtube but i haven't seen the netflix. Oh, well we won't talk about it just yet this well, gives the listeners of... and one another a chance to go i, saw, watch I haven't it. watched it because i thought it was something that he, like, you might want to watch as well baz so i thought like i would uh, want to watch it yeah because i saw someone on youtube it used to be on youtube didn't it some i of thought them. we could watch it together i watched, I watched nice. yeah, if you're, if you're, if not if you're Muppets not haunted mansion so let's jump to, let me just mark up those scores for Chris then. So let's see what he's done. He's just done a wardrobe thing this week. Nothing that exciting. A bit of, bit of food shopping this week, Chris? I did do a bit of food shopping. Okay. I didn't get any good, decent bargains. Okay. But, you know, I've done all my, my activities of daily living, as we call them in the game. My ADLs. I've been mm. tending to my ADLs very well. Um, Some of those have nuggets of slice in those. Uh, I think what well, thing what you have to do, I think you have to top the scores at the end of everyone's stories because then... Yeah. It could be the story. The story in re- yeah. Well, I've been jotting down some notes during your story. Well, so I don't know if it should be relative. There should be relative a score to us. Does that every mean to week? everyone else? Because his story, you could say, oh, his story wasn't very good. But then no, it, wasn't, could it be was terrible. It wasn't. Yeah, but then our stories could be terrible. Yeah, but then we'd get <laughs> really lower. Bad. Yeah, but then so we'd get lower. And then his story would seem better in comparison. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, no. So if that, say we give him, if we were generous and we give him one and a half out of ten, yeah. if ours are worse, which would be, to be yeah. fair, difficult. We would get one, and well, he would I, win. I quite like his. Um... Don't worry, guys. I've been working on this all week. I've got the maths down. I know how it all works out, and I've been doing the workings out. But you are right. I won't give you the scores yet, because I'll hear a couple more. I quite like the first. furniture story. So. so okay, so it's not does matter. Well, that shows human psychology, doesn't it? And male yeah, ego, yeah, exactly. Being able to play there. Yeah, you 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 were crushed. It's like a seventies sitcom. Right. Uh, let's go for Johnny's. Probably got quite a bigger story this week, and Greg. Does uh, oh, you imagine you would imagine? Well, but... Do you want to go? Do you want to go last this week? Or uh, do you, I don't mind. Can do. Yeah, yeah. Right, so you got your headline. Your headline. So let's uh, get on to slice of life with you this week. Oh shit! That means I'm going to go next. So yeah. The, um, 
Uh, oh yeah, what have I been doing this Tinder, week? Tinder, Squid Game, prostitutes. Oh, Tinder, yes, oh, some of the stuff you've been doing. Oh, he's won. He's won. <laughs> Shall I go now? Just get that one out of the way. <laughs> yeah, all of the same day. Uh, oh no, my new jacket as well. I found, I've, I've found the ultimate jacket. Well, not, not the ultimate jacket. That's what you want to lead with, yeah. Oh, yeah, let's get the the, the the most boring thing out of the way first. Uh, the ultimate lightweight rain jacket. I've been looking for for years. Um, that's not shit. Not a pack away because obviously you can get like pack away cagoules or whatever. You can get them for like five pounds from like the co-op or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, use a bin and bag. And there's usually, and oh yeah, to use a bin bag, all those poncho things. But they don't look particularly cool. They're not like a decent jacket. They're like, yeah, they'll get you out of the spot when it's raining at a festival or something, but you don't want to wear it all the time. And I've seen other ones, I found other ones which have the, you know the fucking the shit you get inside swimming shorts, the inner linings, that netting shit. And you get ones like that, jackets like that. Um, you know like camping jackets type thing and they have that lining and then another layer of the waterproof shit and a lot of the time they don't really work either and you wear them and they'll get clammy and you'll get sweaty arms in them if you wear them in the rain in the summer have you stood in the shower in the jacket to test it no not no but it's not I wouldn't say it's waterproof it's water repellent that's the thing waterproof normally if it's a down taped seams yeah yeah because obviously the stitching once you get soaked it goes through the stitching stitching still goes yeah yeah. I mean this is this jacket is probably water repellent that's all I was looking for really not like super super I imagine Chris is feeling quite confident in his story now (laughs) oh yeah I'm suddenly feeling it's a barber jacket. It's, it's, it's a barber jacket. It's a prostitute black... round piss on him in black... it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't ruin it. From the, the Georgian times. <laughs> uh, yeah, from Edwardian times. Uh, yeah, so anyway, it's a perfect jacket. But I found one. I found a barber jacket before, but it didn't have a hood. It's like really, it's a nice lightweight jacket, but it wasn't actually lightweight enough, if I'm honest. I wanted something that was just, just literally just that thin la- layer Ooh, of what I'm going to kill myself. Um, but it was, it's ridiculous. Like, but it's, you can scrunch it up into something in like your fist and put it in your jeans pocket, basically. So this is basically a synopsis of that new Dune film, isn't and it? And it was 75 quid, but it was fucking meant to be 150 quid, which is fucking ridiculous. Because it is, the th- it is like a bit of bin liner. Like it's there, this jacket up here. Like, I'll show it to you. Yeah, listen, I know this, now yeah, this doesn't matter. Just show it, doesn't matter. it doesn't it matter. Doesn't matter. It, it doesn't matter. matter. We do anything. Okay, so I'll just describe what's happening now. Uh, he's walked Greg's, away and he's looked for the Greg, jacket. Uh, went to pick hoodie. up the wrong jacket. Now he's picking up the jacket and it's very tiny. Wallace it's and Gromit, the wrong jacket. So really small. How could something be that small and still fashionable? I know, right? But uh, it is Fits anyway. It fits me perfectly. So you can put it over an, an existing like a hoodie that you're already wearing, or you can just wear it with a t-shirt for, a, for summer rain. It's, the listeners want to picture this it's jacket. It's the kind of jacket um, a guy would be it's standing see-through. in when he's just got out of prison. No, it's not. And it's also it see-through, is. like fucking a negligee. Not. If you hold it up to it, <laughs> yeah. it looks like a female oh, a woman's negligee. I'm, I'm going to put it on now. Right, uh, that, you don't think you need to do this? Well, no, Let me put it on now. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Sexy. Yeah, I can see your nipples. It looks like, so, like a biker jacket. Is like that what it is? Like a biker jacket. jacket. It's like a kid. He looks like he's waiting for his mum outside the supermarket. Trust me, it looks smart with jeans, okay, in, in joggers, whatever. Your week done? Anyway, poss- no, no, no of course not. <laughs> of course not. Um, was that Monday? That was No, that was just today. All right. That was today. So, so the other week... Uh, this is the last like grubby horse to it. Is this Sunday? Booked, I've decided to put myself a trip to Amsterdam to get all this fucking... Uh, nonsense for a good slice of life story Greg's yeah, book to go to Amsterdam yeah, during this... the pandemic that's the best time to get it, it. When, you, when are you going for a decent horror story you know, the one that actually involves when like you going he whore. said huh? when are you going he said oh the 9th no not 9th sorry the 1st of November 1st to the 3rd and he's coming back on the Wednesday ready for the podcast to talk all about yeah. it so instead of American horror story it's going to be Amsterdam horror story <laughs> yeah. but we'll see let's talk well, about no, this I mean, week I mean, I'll get a whore I mean, I, what else have you done this week 
but yeah, for, uh, at least I'm in a better place to to get one for, rather than Glasgow. Like Glasgow, well, Viva Street is not the way. For, like for no, um, so anyway, this for week, pros. um, this week, what did I do? Squid Game, prostitutes. I didn't a Squid Game. No, I didn't. A Squid Game is not something I did. Squid Game is something I already watched, and I had to go back and watch the end of the Squid okay, Game. We'll, we'll do that in a minute. But let's talk about the other things you've done this week. Which is the prostitutes. Oh, yes. Well, well no, that's what I was, well, that's what I was trying well, to get then. to. So I, I, I was saying before, yeah, I've, all, I've sort of sorted this trip to Amsterdam. But before that, what's made me think like, well, look, if I'm going to do, I mean, going to, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. I don't want to talk about this. And actually, that's what I would talk about. That's Tinder I wanted to talk about, not fucking prostitutes. Because I, I keep talking about prostitutes and everything. And, you didn't do anything. And I, don't, I, haven't even seen, I haven't seen a prostitute in a, in a year. Like, it's been a year since I don't I've think you ever see them because you go to see them. They're always rough exactly, and you never do anything. Yeah, exactly, that's the, exactly. That's the fucking thing. Very, so, very I, much like Chris going to look at yeah. uh, furniture. But, uh, but I still like the idea. Of, of, you know what I mean? He just turns up and he just says, "I still like the a, idea of ordering one out of a cat. haggle." Yeah, yeah. Haggle is Chris sticks his dick in the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Chris puts his dick in the uh, drinks cabinet. But like the agency thing, like looking at all the, the birds. I like, still like some of them. You look at the, the agency ones. You're like, "Fucking hell!" Let's talk. You're. I mean, you'd be unlikely to go up town and find a bird like that in her underwear. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> so yeah it's not like oh you got you got to pay for it like, well, yeah to find one like that yeah but then the thing is uh, the chances this agency bird's actually going to be real uh, turn up or be able, yeah, be oh able to turn god, up to Greg, listen to yourself. Else. You're choosing prostitutes based on looks alone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what music are they in? Sort of a misogynist. Oh, well, Do you like the like, Squid yeah. Game, old woman? What music are they? I was actually thinking about it. Well, these these ones in Amsterdam look probably. Uh, I mean, they're legit. Let's wait till you get there before legal, we tell this story. Let's it's, everything's legal there. So it's, it's fucking. Chris, please, um, what are you going to say? Regulated and everything. I saw a guy in Amsterdam and he was he looked really nervous and he was going backs and forwards in these windows backwards and forwards and he went to this window um, and was chatting to the girl for a bit and um, she wouldn't sleep with him <laughs> she was like no nah. and she just said uh, she was like because I spoke to her afterwards <clears throat> uh, and um, she was like yeah he just he was a creep he was a creep oh, just going right. backs and forwards he made me feel really uneasy oh so. god so, so you didn't that. bother catching up with Greg, you just let him walk off. <laughs> I mean, that, I'll just jump in the canal. If I go to the fucking Amsterdam, if I can't fuck a whore in Amsterdam, then yeah, I've got problems. Then I'm... If you can't fuck it there, you can't fuck it anywhere. <laughs> we can't actually get laid New in Amsterdam. the brothel. I can't fuck then, it here. Uh, that's the thing, though. That's um, the thing, though. I, haven't, I could say, you could get laid in a brothel, because I did actually go to a brothel and not get laid, but that uh, was out of my choice. Like, it wasn't because they didn't want to fuck oh, me. Oh, of course it was. Well, yeah. What do you mean, of course What's it your... was? They, they were fucking ugly and I ran away. You know that. I told you the fucking story. <laughs> I've got uh, another one, which is it's not really my story to tell, but I'll tell it anyway. Um, and some other friends of mine, they're in Amsterdam with with my friend Victor, hello Victor, and they went. Um, they kept saying to him, "If you could, who would it be?" Because he was like, "Oh, I'm married. I've got daughters this age, and all this sort of thing." He was like, "No, exactly, no, no." And they went, "If you could," he went, "Well, that one over there, she looks really sweet. She looks like," and they went, "Cool." And like they queued up to like rail her and he was like oh don't do this to me lads please as if like there was the semblance of a rapport already developed um yeah and they were coming out going you're right she was really good uh, did he not change his mind and go fifth oh, they all went and had the one he liked yeah yeah oh I got yeah, it they they all got fucking they all st- what someone said who went first they all they all fucked her what one after the other yeah yeah well they all yeah, well, 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 well,
Who's the word lady? Prozzy. A service lady. Traffic women. Baroness of Burlesque. Vulnerable person. The one that turned up and you looked out the window. No, 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 no. This is a bit weird to me. I still think like, no, fucking the same whore and like one after the other because I'd be like, okay, well, I know it doesn't really matter because we're wearing Johnny's. So if it doesn't matter, I'll go first. That's what I'd have said. Yeah, if it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Anyway. Go first then. Eh? Go first then. That's go what first. I said. Yeah. I said if it doesn't matter. Well, go first goes, If everyone where it goes, oh, it doesn't matter. But when you say go you first. Said, it's like, fuck off. Like, you said she's not me, a virgin. You go, it doesn't matter, does it? So if it yeah, doesn't matter, exactly. I'll go first. Okay, that's fair enough. But first so, before, this, so if we're in this situation... All the other hundreds of men that have slept with her or just these guys? It doesn't first, matter. It, it doesn't matter. First... I know what you're saying. Yeah, obviously she's fucked loads of people. She's going to fuck loads of people afterwards. But out of your mates... It's a bit weird. You know what I mean? You're going to choose to go first. When you can see it happening, you're not going to watch Terry, Dan and fucking whoever else fucking her and then go, oh, then me. That's weird. The guy you don't what you can't see doesn't What's hurt you. Your, miss, your, missus had, your missus had was fucked before you What's as well. You're, you're not going to want to see her get fucked by your mates just before you fuck her, are you? No, but you don't have to watch. Jesus. You don't have to yeah, watch. Shut the curtains. Don't don't watch. Watch. I know what's different to your girlfriend. They don't watch. He's right. They don't watch. Yeah, well, no, they go in separately and cl- shut the curtains and that. You don't all yeah, go in together. You don't watch, but it, it's, well, you may as well be if you fucking know they're in there doing it. You've, you've just seen her. You're not, you know what she looks like. You know what your mate looks like. So you so would you, imagine you your mate shagging her. Yeah, well, yeah you're going to. You know, like, That's weird. No, it's, I, it's I, I weird to sit there and wait your fucking turn and go, oh, oh that's weird. Not patiently waiting while I fuck her and then going no, in no, and staring no, at my porridge. Well, not staring at my porridge, staring my condom porridge. They Whatever. were patiently waiting. They were doing it to embarrass Victor, who yeah, was yeah, like, no, so yeah, they no. were like, well, I think I'll go over now. And he's like, no, not you as well. <laughs> and like, they get up and leave the coffee shop to go over to... Yeah. yeah. If that was the... That's the bit of it. It's not the... I, suppose, yeah, I, guess, no, I thought in my head it was like Annabelle Chong and they were all like there, like, waiting, like one after the other. Did you like, tell the listeners who Annabelle bench. Chong is? Obviously not. Okay. I, I have got them. a story like that, though. Have I told you that? Well, but, have but, I said uh, it on the podcast? Well, slow down. Like Annabelle Chong, because we could probably explain... Well, well fuck it. No, Google fuck, it. We've only got 25 whatever fucking listeners. They're they all Google perverts. It, and they're all fucking perverts. Well, let's they uh, know. slow down a bit, because you're when getting... you want to go last... Ah, fuck you. If you, come, if you go last and you come out <laughs> and then you say... <laughs> I do the podcast like this. If, not, you go, if you go last on the prosy and you come out to all your mates and go, do you know what? She reckoned I was the best. Yeah. Right. She, I want... Um, I'd say t- she, she she seemed a bit tight Greg you <laughs> calm down a little bit because you've got a Tinder story I've got a good slice of life and you're losing some points this week because we've only had a coat story off you but Chris what? Tell us, only had a what story? Sh- coat jacket story oh yeah Chris well, no. tell us this story slip this I'm, one in though quickly because you just about to say okay. you right, get some more bonus so, points I'll, I'll give a truncated version so when I was I was about 18 I might have told a bit of this story on here before but when I was 18 it was like the or maybe 17, first time I went to Amsterdam and I went with a load of squaddies and people that I was working with in the MOD. And we went to Amsterdam. And as you can imagine, it wasn't really a smoky session. It was a very boozy and sort of red light district session sort of thing. Except me, the little sort of like black sheep needle in the haystack because I was just wanting to go in and out of the coffee shops and that. Anyway, so I had a mate, Scott, who was from London, I make Dave from Stoke-on-Trent and Roy from Liverpool. And they were going, let's, um, they all had girlfriends, but they were like, um, let's go and sleep with a prostitute. 
So off they went. And so there was four of us and they were going up to the windows and negotiating. And it was in, in the days of Gilders. It wasn't like um, Euros and that. So this sort of indicates it's good sort of like 30, about 30 odd years ago. Um, and they went up to this window and um, they went, how much? And she went, what, for all of you? And they went, no, 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 no. We wouldn't do that. Just one at a time. And she said something like 80 Gilders. And he went, uh, and they were like, 80 Gilders. So it would have been different price if it was all of us. And she was like, well, for two, maybe I'll do 120 Gilders. I've never had four. And I was like, take me out of the equation. I'm nothing to do with this. So then three of them. And then she went, okay, I'll do three for 160. So they were like, mm, like that's really good. But you'd have to all go in together. And I was like, I can't believe you guys. I'm just going to go over there. Like, fucking you go for it and come and tell me what happens afterwards. So they all go in. Then I'm in the coffee shop. And after about half an hour, they all come out. And Scott from London is looking like really crestfallen, but absolutely smashed. He was the most pissed of all of us already by the time we got there. And then Roy and Dave were both like... Uh, he's a fucking twat. He ruined everything. And I was like, what happened? They went, well, we got in there and it was all right, but already like Scott was falling over, taking his clothes off. And she went, boys, boys, just all sit down. And she went and came up to us and put a condom on each of us as we were sort of like sat there. And she went, so where are you from? And he went, uh, I'm Scott. I'm from London. And she was like, um, she goes, where are you from? And he went, uh, I'm from London. She was like, ah, the Queen, Buckingham Palace. I love London. And he's like, Ugh. and she goes, where are you from? And it's Roy. And he's like, I'm from Liverpool. She was like, oh, Liverpool, the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah. So she put that on. And she goes to Dave, where are you from? And he was like, Stoke-on-Trent. She was like, okay, all right. Um, and they said there was like and just a sort of atmosphere developing in there. And then she was like, well, how do you want to start this? I'll go around and you take them turns. And they were like, no. Um, and Roy went. Roy and Dave basically end up spit roasting her. But um, as they're doing this, Scott starts putting his clothes back on. And they were like, what are you doing? And he was going, Sue's going to go mad when she finds out. Um, I can't do this. And they were like, just just get it done. And she was like, you need to sit in here. You can't come in and out. And he was like, oh. So he was doing it. And then he was like, actually, I do feel quite horny. Just as they're both, they've been like banging away. Like, back to cover. He's like, I do. And they're like, shut up, mate. Shut up. And he starts thrapping away, wanking, watching them. And they're like, don't do that. Don't do that. And he's <laughs> like, watching them, wanking away. So they had to stop it. And then, so they didn't get to come, but he came like, oh. and they're like, fuck's sake. And they both put their clothes on, came over and met up with me in the coffee shop. So they were like, he was like person non grata. So, um, yeah, it was quite funny. And we ended up going to like the banana bar and watching sex show when but they again oh, sorry go no it's again it's, scott i thought was kicking my chair and i was like mate and i turned around and it was like no he's blind drunk now just like he's stimulated he was just thrapping away in the banana bar sat with us having drinks and he's like oh we're like mate like fucking stop it and <laughs> but they couldn't we then we come out of there and he's that drunk and he still would think i oh, still like weather so it'd be in a coffee shop and you could see him putting his hand down 
And we were like, no, no, mate, this isn't the strip bar or anything. Like, so was he yeah, mentally yeah, ill? So this guy mentally ill or something? And he's just like, what, what you know, just drunk. What, you just go around wanking everywhere you go when you're fucking drunk. explanation of this geezer. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, but is he not mentally ill as well? I'm just, it takes a bit more to just, you know, like, oh, I'm in Amsterdam. Someone's going to go around wanking over everything. No, I think he just got it in his head. Once he got yeah. that disinhibited yeah, yeah, with... Yeah. The thing, right. you just, you know, when you fucking don't know where you are. No, like. no, not really, no. <laughs> but he's, he's going to describe I've done, it to you. I've only done a shit once in the wrong place. We'll I didn't shit my pants, to be fair. And you all know about that. I've never gone around just wanking uncontrollably. No, well, I, I haven't, thing. to be it's fair. Not, I it's I a good setup. It's a good setup. Hey? Yeah. It wasn't you. No, no, it wasn't you. I'm questioning human behaviour. Oh, yeah, he's just weird. Yeah, so you do it all the time. No, I'd never do that. Oh, yeah, so why the fuck aren't you questioning it then? Why are you going, it's not about you. That's what I'm saying. That's what you do about things. You fucking take, listen to other people's story. And you take it in and go, oh, right. And you try and question it. That guy's just a one that. off, I sorry, think. That's how, that's how I judge things. Like, that's so, what I'm saying. And I don't think you would do that either. Sorry, should I say it like that? Instead of sorry, making it about me. So I don't think you would do that. I don't think many people I know would Fucking do that. Fucking hell, no. what a cunt. I think he it's never just did a one off. after that either. And wouldn't let any of us, because he was quite hard as well, pardon the pun. He wouldn't let us talk about that or anything afterwards. Does he listen well. to the podcast? Uh, yeah, well... I lost him as a that thing is the sort of behaviour that gets you out of wars, though. So, like, you would, like if you if you fucking wank all the time, like in Full Metal Jacket, he goes, like, "Oh yeah, he got section aided. He just kept jerking off all the time. Yeah, jacking off all the time, and and he got away with. Yeah, he got sent away from the war. That's a good story. I don't think I've ever told that one before. Uh, no, his story about the Amsterdam. So you, uh, let's go back to you again, then. So jacket. Let's hear more about this jacket, and let's hear more about Tinder. Oh, the jacket. Well, the jacket is excellent. Anyway, from what I've what, what I can gather. Wanked in it yet? <laughs> <laughs> all over it no, I mean it's definitely wank proof it's, yeah, it's, it's, it looks like a negligee it's so. spunk repellent but you wouldn't want to put it in a bucket of spunk uh, <laughs> what type Basically, of jacket would you recommend the putting, in a, the seams. putting in a bucket of spunk what type of jacket <laughs> less of that talk okay, right, let's, yes, get, okay. let's get a bit cleaner now let's get a bit cleaner tinder, let's tinder. talk about the horse let's <laughs> yeah. get to tinder uh, so tinder yes yeah, so I've scared I've scared a girl so the local girl so I said about that one I go I go oh I said about the electric skateboard yeah, and, yeah. Um, and you're like taking the piss going what you said that and it, that was okay so that, that started moving we had oh, that's your phone is it that's no. yours, that's yours. Uh, we had co- we had a converse, we had a converse, started a conversation Coffee? but then I think I think what, I ended up talking about I, this one I, I was like right I'm not going to talk about the podcast with her I thought it would save it because it, it's not going well so far lessons and learned like, yeah lessons learned you'd think lessons learned but then yeah it worked <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, so, but then I ended up talking about my knob too much. I made it. T- <laughs> wow. I think. I think. Oh, that's this the is gold. I think. Gold. Gold. <laughs> this is why she's trying I haven't to- done anything this week. So what I, I was trying to. I don't know what I was trying to get. Like, I was trying to let her know that I had a nice looking knob, but without. Saying, Can you read out the messages, please? Yeah. Can you read out the messages, please, so we can actually see what you yeah. said? Go on, you're yeah. just about to. Let's yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. You got that's me, right, really. So you can. Gap, yeah, that's right. So I'll get really nervous about my points now. I'll talk. So he's just going to unlock his phone. <laughs> I've done anything this week. Uh, it's all right. You'll have your chance. You've done a few things. Don't worry. We know you've done some stuff. I just saved it last <laughs> week. These are always gone. This is good because oh, this is bringing your points up. This is bringing my. Like, yeah, cause I've got the, uh, the right. record for being ghosted the Take most your time. time. I'll like, put the mic down and here you go. Unfinished quest like conversations where I've just asked a question and they've ghosted. So I've got the record for that. But I was disappointed that myself with that, that girl who said. She said, oh, I'm not the woman for you. And I should have said, oh, maybe not. Well, what are, you plan- what are your plans? I should have said, what are your plans for the rest of the day? And giving her a chance to ghost me, which I, so I lost it there. But anyway, these ones, they're, they're ghosting me. These are good. Right, so this one, oh, she's, oh, uh, here we go. Oh, don't read out the name. Nearly. Oh, I promise I'll never do that. So uh, should I just read out the last message I sent? Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> then you can work out what I said in the, the message before. 
Um, oh, this is just about me, where, my, where I'm from. My dad's from Ireland and my mum's from Ipswich. They met in London. I was born in Watford. They moved to Tring when I was a baby. Then to Western Turville, a village just outside of Aylesbury. Player! When I was five. <laughs> and I've been stuck in Aylesbury since I moved out of home when I was 23. People who are third or fourth generation, I might have been this, slagging off people in Aylesbury. Maybe someone she knows is from Aylesbury. Um... Oh uh, yeah, well, that's, uh, whatever. Uh, people who are third or fourth generation Aylesbury tend to be a bit on the dim side. So I'd like to make it clear about my mixed heritage. Smiley face. <laughs> I wish uh, I wish my parents had, uh, had moved to just outside Oxford, really. It's a lot better in every way. Me and my friends used to go out in Oxford quite often. Haven't been... I think, yeah, she's from Oxford, I think. Um, quite often. Haven't been in ages for obvious reasons, but before COVID too. Uh, so why are you on here? Are you recently single... Yes, I was joking about my knob, not about it being aesthetically pleasing, but about sending speculative pics of it. Like, I wouldn't send pictures out of it, but I'd, I think I'd made too many references to my knob. So what was the last message I said? Um, Did she ghost you after that then? Yes, that I've a- been ghosted after that one. But before that one, I sent this and she got back to me and was like... Um, read, read that one, then read her reply. Do that. That'll be what? good. Read the one yeah, I sent. Yeah, that reply. Yeah, yeah, that'll okay. do. That'll do. So yeah, uh, go karting was okay. So this is me talking about. So she got back to me. Yeah, stag do. So this is when I thought she'd not reply to the skateboard thing, but she did. Um, <laughs> I was like, how can I can fuck this up? No problem. Uh, go karting was okay, but Zorb, ball, Zorb football sounds more of a laugh. Uh, she did Zorb football for a hendo or something. No, uh, know what you mean about eating. Better doing that than not eating like I did on the Friday night. Then I get extra hammered and I struggle to eat the next day then as well then I'm too tired to do anything <laughs> whatever face uh, have to get food just right for these things last girl standing eh I was last man standing too haha <laughs> knob out oh yeah because I said oh did you <laughs> <laughs> oh yes because well, no, she goes oh, that's fine because I said they went to Hindu and I said oh did you laugh at loads of beefcakes with their knobs out or something and then she said oh why oh did you get your knob out on the stag do oh, and then I went knob out um, well the weather was quite good for it it was very mild but no my exhibitionism drew a line at karaoke I do have a nice knob though I don't send pictures of it unless requested haha <laughs> smiley face it wasn't creepy maybe that's where I'm going wrong maybe I'm too polite maybe I should be sending more knob pics Thank you, face. And then I laughed. Then I did a laughy thing again. You were fucking as a joke. dying to as send a joke. her a dick pic, weren't you? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what she's doing. Look, I've got a nice nod. I'll draw in. Yeah. Beggy, beggy. Uh, so you were from Oxford originally. Go to, uh, go to school there, etc. I bet he had a couple of those little. Um, uh, cocktail Is that what BBC stands for? Put, beggy, beggy put, cocktail. See, it's okay to read out her text because she, I didn't tell her about the podcast, so she doesn't know. She's never going to hear it. Um, and I'm not saying her name. And she went, and then she put, la- she put laughy, laughy, laugh face. Three laughy faces. Nice. What, um, Sarah from Oxford? <laughs> that's not her name. <laughs> it's not her name. Let's begin with an S, though. <laughs> oh, right. Uh, whoa. That, she goes, laughy, laughy, laughy face. Whoa, that escalated quickly. Ha, ha, ha. Um, yeah, you're right about getting the eating right. Drinking on an empty stomach is a dangerous game. I'm skipping the bit about your knob. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> she didn't laugh. I'm skipping the bit about your knob. Dot, dot, dot. I've just, I've just put my own little laugh in there. <laughs> 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 I am normal. Yeah. Um, 
karaoke sounds hilarious. It was quite hilarious. Uh, but I can't sing to save my life. Boo, boring. Well, most, most people can't. Um, you've got to be up for it, though. It's good fun. Uh, yeah, that- I'm, Ox- I'm from Oxford originally, just outside. What about you? Where are you from? So then that message, last message I sent, I don't think it was that bad, really. I reckon she'll probably reply in the week. Yeah, probably. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. shit. Uh, last yeah, yeah. week, That's um, all yeah. right. At least I haven't told her about the podcast. But the next one, though, the next one I told her about the podcast. And this, this is a clangor. This is bad. Oh, go on then. Because no, no, yeah, no, I've realised, obviously, I just sound like a fucking whoremongering junkie like if you don't know yeah. me if you just listen to the podcast all my stories do, like, and I'm not it's just it's a character I play for the podcast isn't it that's your it's all a joke it's, it's yeah. all a, it's just a, it's a joke everything I say is a lot because it can't be used against me because it's a character I play and it's all jokes unless it's really funny and you like it then it's all true and yeah it's really me um, right the last one so I said, I said about watching. Yes, yeah, so I was pissed. So I, I decided it'd be a good idea. So hey, you may as well listen to the podcast. Thinking she'll get to know the real. Thinking, see, it worked with Margaret, but she already met me in real life. I think that works, right? If I meet people in real life, and then they hit listen to all my fucking shit on the podcast, they'll be like, oh well, I've met him in real life. He's not the fucking whoremongering junkie he's making himself out to be. Just, the, the, I mean, it's just the stories I tell. Um, but if you don't meet me in real life, I think I'd probably just do sound like a whoremongering junkie. So I, I think she may have been scared off by the, the horror stories the injecting stories I mean who cares? <laughs> fuck knows like there's it, a rich tapestry there but again if you know me in real life I'm a pretty level headed cool dude <laughs> there's someone out there for everyone the time. Um, maybe someone without access to podcasts you'd have to right, so this is the one I said to her uh, which, oh, no, which I did get a reply okay so I'll, I'll send this a long one that I said you'd have to listen to the podcast to find out haha <laughs> what was that about oh, probably something to do with Gabby right Ah, uh, nah. That was a long time ago. The quality has improved a lot since then. I used to like the Ricky Gervais one, and so did my best pal. She said she listens to the Ricky Gervais podcast. So I was trying to say, well, our podcast is better than that. She obviously doesn't think so. Um, <laughs> well, she hasn't got back to me anyway. We're, we're, uh, yeah, that might, she did take two weeks to reply to my first message. So... I'm not ruling her. A I'm lot not of guys to get through. I'm not ruling her out, and she's a teacher, and I don't know. She, but yeah, but um, I used to like Ricky Gervais one. So did my pal. This is referring to Crow, and now he likes ours. He didn't to begin with, but we've got better. That's true. Um, you could just listen to one, then you'll know whether you're still interested in going on a date. This is true, but I don't think this is a good tactic. I said this tactic is. I thought this would work, like going like, "Oh, you listen to me first, but it's not. It's going to scare people off me. Someone's going to have to be really open-minded, I think, to listen to the podcast and still want to go on a date with me. I think, uh, but that's why that's the sort of person I want to hook up with. But yeah, I think I don't know. I should try and hedge my bets a you bit. Try and hook up with that guy that masturbates in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Amsterdam. Well, that's my kind of guy. <laughs> uh, with a wingman like that, you're bound to pull. Then you'll know whether then you'll know whether you want to interest in going on a date. Yeah, blah blah blah. I'm not up to anything now. I've edited the podcast. Uh, I'm not up to anything now. I've edited the podcast. I was going to suggest going for a drink tomorrow Saturday so this has been Friday just gone last Friday tomorrow Saturday in brackets maybe up to you you can listen to a podcast first and then decide question mark haha fuck it it's, uh, this is where I went wrong fuck it it's called the it's called Idle Matter now. we're on Spotify <laughs> And that's, Did you that's, tell her how she can contact us by email and that, no, uh, the last 20 episodes are decent audio quality the ones before are a bit ropey uh, sound quality wise but might have interesting content to you and uh, by that I mean the Gabby story probably uh, let me know if you want to go for a drink with, a, um, with or without having listened to me chat shit uh, P.S. I've updated my first photo to what I look like in real life right now without a photographer with me. And she stopped answering. Um, yeah, no, no, she didn't answer that one. Then she said, oh, good morning. I'll listen to the podcast. This is early on Saturday morning, like it's 10 to 7. Good morning. I'll listen to the podcast today. I'm in Oxford tonight, though, for a mate's birthday. Uh, we could always do a drink in the week. 
And then that's when I wrote, uh, oh no, that's what, ooh, Oxford, exciting. Well, compared to Aylesbury anyway, I always think it's a good idea to share the podcast when I'm drunk, but there's some people that should probably meet me first. So I did mention that. Uh, potential dates in brackets haha too late now can't stop you from listening to it if I haven't scared you off by then then yeah we could go for a drink in the week no reply no reply (laughs) yeah that's weird that but then she didn't reply for two weeks yeah maybe I mean I'm I'm not fussed she said until I've met them it's not like I'm just saying I'm just saying she said she wanted to meet you in the week for a drink so you just carried on talking yeah Snappy, snap. No, yeah, yeah. See the sign, snap. What? What are you talking about? You don't know. You, well, you, when you, you Johnny's good with ladies. He always, well, he's always been a tinder. bit of a... You've done the Tinder thing. I used but, to be quite good at the Tinder thing. But let's just calm that Obviously down I'm a bit because Johnny and Chris noticed something you didn't notice there. So you might get some help from these guys that are a bit more experienced with ladies than you they're are. They're not on Tinder, they're not. And they noticed something that you didn't notice there. So what was the thing it, you noticed it, it, in that it message? Reminded, she basically said, yeah, I'd love to meet up for a drink in the week. And he then carried on almost in the, uh, in, you know, the film Swingers where he starts leaving voice messages and then keeps leaving more and more and more and more and more. George Costanzas in uh, yeah. Seinfeld. Yeah. yeah. Very much like that. So, you, so he should have just said, yeah, let's meet up. Yeah, what cool. day? Yeah, cool. What the fuck are you referring to? Sorry. So he just went on too much. And the last it. sentence, you did a Greg Blather. No, the last one I did, she Chris said, good morning, I'll listen to the po- Oxford podcast, ooh, Oxford excited, yeah, I was just replying, rather than being dry, I always reply, I don't I don't ghost people, I me. get ghosted, I'm Can always a polite guy. Uh, do you know what I'd like to see, Greg, on, um, you know Married at First Sight, you know in the bit where they, I don't know if you've ever oh, seen, we've talked seen about it. it on the podcast, yeah. haven't we, so you know there's a bit at the beginning where they do the vows when they've never met the person, and then they both have to do the vows, Can you imagine Greg's vows to the bird, I've never met you, but, so I always want to say that, that I'm, uh, I'm not this kind of guy. You can listen to the podcast, and uh, I've never yeah. seen you before, but uh, I could love you, so we could go. To You're a dick, right? This, again, this is the part I play. You've seen me actually with women. I'm actually quite cool with women. When I'm a, with a chick that I like, I've, I've, oh yeah, I've seen you. Amazing. I've, yeah, yeah, really soothing, caring. Chris, you've seen you it. Rarely, you rarely haggle. Because I remember I mean, seeing you in the I'm pub. I'm more of a clown. I don't think I'm very that girl's hair. I mean, I, I'm good at making people laugh. So, like, yeah. remember you walked up to that girl in the pub and just started stroking her hair. <laughs> yeah, I mean that was creepy. But yeah. and then you injected her, and then I started playing the clown instead. <laughs> yeah. Then I injected it with uh, Carl Fentanyl. And so that's your week then. That's a good week. Let me just top your scores up. No, I, well, I haven't, got, I haven't told the whole one. <laughs> oh, you're going to tell that oh, story, are yeah. you? Yeah, it's a short. You want to try and push your score up? Yeah, yeah push your score's pretty low. Yeah, so I'm going to bump it up. Okay, go then. It's been a roller coaster, isn't it? This because I thought like. Like, uh, to dust the cobwebs obviously I'm not having much luck on Tinder at the moment and there's no, there's no option for me it's whores or Tinder you know what I mean in this day and age you don't unless you've got a, a, like a decent unless I lived if I lived somewhere else had an active social life if I lived in Vietnam or somewhere like that or Berlin or somewhere partying like a more party Amsterdam. town then I could probably go out I'd probably have uh, a bigger group of Vegas. circle of friends that Monaco. I could drink with but, it's, um, but we're in our 40s you know what I mean it's difficult to Dubai. go out and especially when you're into girls who are yeah 10 years younger than you I haven't got many mates who are 10 years younger than me and most of their mates are fucking idiots so uh, they're like Greg Wallace I mean no, I'm not saying that I'm not into girls t- like they don't have to be but generally yeah I mean if you want to procreate still for What's example the Hollywood like, handshake he's got a young one in isn't he a 30 like, year old you, now you're like the you need to sort of raise your profile on TV you could be yeah. you strike me as if you're on TV you'd be like one of the Sunday brunch boys like you are definitely like one of the Sunday well, I've brunch got the hair boys of, I've got the hair of Tim Lovejoy you're yeah. like a Wallace stroke what's his name the Bake Off guy Hollywood you're Wallace Hollywood. Hollywood you'd be a guy in his 50s going out with a 20 year old 100% yes. yeah. you've married three exactly. times didn't yeah. he dump his wife for a 30 now. year old barmaid it's not, really? about, it's not about being a girl being younger than me but yeah I mean, anyway we're distracting yeah. carry on with the story uh, yeah so I, I, anyway I tried to order I tried to get get one to my house I did. I thought is, the this, last time, is this a 
Is this about a terrible mix-up in which you order a ten-year-old <laughs> sex worker? No, that's not. No, no. Okay. I mean, I'm just trying to head that well, off. Here that now, been, that would have been. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, you do that with the ugly ones. You don't do that with the underage ones. That's not right. He accidentally ordered it's a like, Chinese well, takeaway. Did anybody now. see you come in? No, okay. Get in here. That's not what I ordered. Send it away. Get in here, you little scamp. <laughs> I've got a switch. <laughs> I don't you need to tell them I've got a switch. They're, they're, they're there for fucking money. I don't need to tell them I've got a switch. They're already, they're already hooked. They're already there for the, the deal. Well, anyway. Anyway, no, it wasn't. I it digress. Was, it was the opposite of that. She, she was, she was. There was four. She was four ten-year-olds, I'd say at least. So she was, she was my age, I'd say. And and, and she was being sold as. Reword she that. was being. <laughs> Do you want to reword that? <laughs> there were four little ten-year-olds. No, she was four times forty years, then. She was forty years okay, old at least. Thank you. If she was a day, I mean, thank she might God. not be. She might not have been. She may have just had a really fucking intense crystal meth habit or whatever. Like, and yeah, just withered her skin. Uh, yeah, I mean prematurely anyway she was not the fucking the deal. she was not what I was sold on the tin again surprise surprise but they might, they might they might have one. they might have left her in the container on the back of the truck I'm too now long. convinced there's not one single honest advert on Viva Street yeah I, I had two before I had two it's a bit like the fucking uh, acting job thing the casting agency I had two good jobs and then it all went to shit um, it's the same with the Viva Street thing I had a couple of like real ones and I was like oh that was alright they weren't like yeah, um, but Evelyn was, I mean, she was quite special, it turns out. I mean, I didn't think so at the time. Anyway, Remember you had that one before who turned up and you thought, oh, she's not going to do, but actually she made me come. Yes, yeah, she yeah. She must have gone back to the office and went, do you know what? <laughs> We're gonna do brown if you make him come, he's quite happy. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so she, uh, anyway, I'll call this one up. She was called, what was her name? Does, yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It it's just normally yeah. a pseudonym, Splinter. a penis name, if you will. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But anyway, she had red. She had red hair. So this is what she did. So Squid what they game. do? So what they say now? Some of them say, hundred percent real photos. So it's like because obviously they realise a lot of them are fake on there. Yeah, the photos so, are always real. They're not just not yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent real. Genuine. I said hundred percent real. Genuine photos. So I thought, well, if it's a crayon drawing, that, avoid. And now I'm not going to feel bad about saying. Off your pop. You're not what you said you were. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> because you've said real... F- the other one didn't. The one I called before didn't actually say these are 100% genuine photos. So I was like, oh, I've kind of... The, the small print there says, yeah. And, and I got the well, I was ex- I was ex- well, there was no small print. I was expecting a 23-year-old Linda Lasardi so, and you're not her. Yeah, so this one, this, this chick turned like... Uh, well, she's meant to turn up at about 11.30. So I got ready. So this was in the, in the morning as well. I was like, oh, a day one. Is this what I want? I, I want so, yeah, it, was, it was on the Thursday. Was day this, walker. It was this day. It was last Thursday. It was for the podcast. I didn't say about it last week, but... That's right, all right. I had too much to, to talk about the stag or whatever. Um... So yeah, she was meant to be coming at eleven thirty, but she she then was like there about eleven fifteen. So I was like in the shower, I was getting ready, I was going like getting all washing my cock, etc. So she didn't have to when she got there. And uh, <laughs> well, well, like, she, like you'd leave your cock for them to wash. She didn't have to but wash you know her I mean? cock. But then they they wash it anyway. They wipe it down for you anyway. Even if you wash your cock, they they like to get well, their little good wipes out. But yeah, they like to get their little wipes out and wipe you down and everything. If you're not, you're, you've been with a fucking whore before. It might have been different back then. You did it a long time. That was ago, a long time it? ago. Long long time ago. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so the taxi. She she phones up. She phones up and goes goes like, oh, you come out like uh, I'm in taxi or whatever. And I was like, uh, okay. And I relent. I was like, oh, I've just seen you drive past. And I saw the red hair. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah. So it's her. It's like, oh, it's her. <laughs> it's her. Good. Um, and then she, and then I said, yeah, stop. I just saw you go past. And she goes, okay, I'll get out. I'll be on foot or whatever. 
And then as she saw her walk around the corner, I was like, what the fuck is that? So I saw the red hair, but then I was like, yeah, the red hair. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It, it, was like, it was a good 50, 60 meters from where she walks around the corner. Oh no, maybe not that far, but anyway. And it's just not her. She's a good foot short, I would say. Just, just like no body to speak of, and just, just fucking withered, like ashen face. No body. Like, no, like you couldn't fuck? see, couldn't see her tits. I like, couldn't see figure or anything. You, she want, you wanted her to the walk up looked, naked. The bird look wasn't like she was like yeah, like <laughs> like a lump. She didn't like Billy the she, fish. She, she didn't know. Billy well, not fish, Billy the fish. Yeah. She was skinny. She looked skinny and just like she like just looked like a crackhead. Just, just look a straight up crackhead or smackhead. And I could imagine she just looked really crap. Like uh, I, I, I could have saved her. I couldn't. I could just tell it wasn't her. So I was like, "Fuck it." But yeah. the thing is, right? I didn't. I wanted to get a proper look I, from a distance. I thought she looks shit. And I thought if she looks shit, I, as I said, I thought if she looks shit from this distance, she's gonna fucking look like yeah. I'm gonna want to yeah tear my eyes out when I see her up fucking close. So I thought right, I'll go down. So I spied on her. I tried to spy on her. Zooming in is not. So gonna I came help. downstairs. I was like, did she hit the door? No. So then I came to the front of the curtain down the lounge, and then saw that she was sort of hid behind the, the hedge. And I was like, right, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out the back, and I'll put my hoodie on and everything, and I'll just walk round the side down the alleyway and just walk past her like I'm come from another house, and just, and just go like, all right, and just like nod at her and walk past and get a good look at her to make sure she is rough. And I don't want to fuck her, you know what I mean? I thought, well, she's here now. <laughs> I want to make sure I haven't made a mistake here. Like the she, Unabomber. Yeah. But I thought, no, there's no way. If you thought she looked rough... <laughs> Why is the drone just... <laughs> yeah, I should have... That's a good idea. Well, who's the drone? Oh, fuck, no, they've been a bit blatant. That's what I thought I you brought the it drone, for. I should have the drone flying, hovering, ready, so when she arrived... Yeah, and then she'd come down and go, no, and then had a little voice message on it, go, you are not what I ordered on the menu. And then just fly off. But yeah, she... I, just dangle a post-it note off it with no... So by the time I got around the corner, though, she'd gone. She'd fucked off. So she'd obviously realised the gig was up. She knows she's not what she was meant to be. Um, yeah. And then, then I thought, right, fuck, fuck it. I walked down, down the road, see if I can see her anywhere, skulking about. Um, didn't so I thought, fuck. Didn't, just did a loop. Just did a loop. Went back to my house. Then she's messaged. Then she's messaging me, going, "What's going on? Where are you? What? Where are you? What? What are you doing?" And then I was like, "I was like, uh, you're not the girl in the picture." And she's like, "Why do you tell me to my come and tell me to my face?" And I was like, "Well," and I was like, "Look, I don't you're, like your you're face. not the girl in the picture." Yeah, so like, why, why, why do I want to see your face? Yeah, uh, and then she goes, "Why do you tell me to your fa- my face, pussy?" And I was, I was like, "I wanted to set text back, but I didn't bother because there's no point getting into this with her." Did, she you, did you like? Did you do like a protest muck up of your cock, go in and like wipe it on the carpet and stuff? Go, what? Just in case. No. Well, you've got it so clean for the act. <laughs> Did you get yourself dirty? Yeah. <laughs> Wipe yourself your own shit. Yeah, no, you? I felt I just didn't feel like doing anything. Right, after co- that. You covered yourself your own shit. Wait, come back then. Yeah, no, yeah, no. She, but I did, thought that was a bit of a weird thing to say that she wanted me to come around and call her ugly to yeah. her face. You know what I mean, no, no, you're ugly. Fuck off. Like I'd rather. I mean, she's like, why don't you tell me to your face? You want me to tell you you're ugly to you your face? You should get that on Matt Allwright. You know the BBC rogue thing is and get him to trace you. Not what you say you look like. This is, uh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't traders. get done, get yeah. done. So I'm, like, I'm done with Eva Street. I'm done with fucking the, uh, the Amsterdam. Yeah, and I'm like, well, yeah, if, if I'm going to do, do the whole thing, I'm going to do it. And the reason I'm, I, I should have done it the last time I was there, because I was going to. I was, I was lining them up. I was seeing Sophia in the windows. And I was like, yeah, fucking, I'll go. I was like, Jesus, shucking hell, yeah. I've seen their Eastern European Shack whatever. attack. But I was with, I was, with, I was seeing Agatha at the time, this bird in Bristol, who was lovely as well. Um, but she was in Bristol and but I still thought that was going to work out so I didn't do I was good I was in Amsterdam I had every opportunity to 
and I could have easily got away with it even if I saw her afterwards but then mm. I, bought, I bought her an Amsterdam mug and everything I was yeah. like yeah, good hearted mate you're a nice yeah. guy you're and, a nice uh, guy I came back with the Amsterdam like, mug oh, I don't think we should see each other anymore and I was like well you could have fucking told me before I went to Amsterdam and I was good you know what I mean? And so that, so I'm going to go and do now what I didn't well, we'll do see. then. Let's, let's, lessons, let's lessons not learned. build that up. And I'm going by myself so I'm not dragged down by these fucking knobheads so I can go and do some photography so I can just fuck whores and do photography. Imagine if he never comes back. And uh, yeah, and then I don't come back. Alsby yeah. man missing yeah. Amsterdam. Uh, uh, he's, he's going on his own so he's not dragged down by his friends yeah, so he no, can yeah. fuck I whores. Mean I mean, yeah, so I can actually do what I want to do. I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. usually I'm like going, tagging, like going, guys, can you wait for me because I've got my camera and everything. Well, I, I can't have to wait until he finds out about the COVID um, protection that's in place for street workers. Well, as long, well I don't mind Mark. That, well, yeah. I'd, oh, yeah. I'm not paying extra. Right. Yeah, I, I tend to just do the normal fucking thing so they don't wear masks on their pussy, so. No, but you, you'll have to. I think it's you're in a shower and they put their hands in and just <laughs> give you a good feel. Like. He's just doing silly jokes, isn't it? So. <laughs> it's okay. No, it's not like that. These are just silly jokes. <laughs> I mean, I hope they are. These <laughs> are silly jokes, aren't they? Check, seriously. These are silly jokes, aren't right. they, Chris? That's enough it's, of you now, Greg. It's a rubber glove fetishist wet dream, quite literally. literally. Yeah, so I sent her packing again, so that's two, that's two horse that I haven't got because I didn't, wasn't going to do the thing I did last time. Look, you're paying fucking a lot of money, 150 quid. Standards. So the next one, yeah, I'm going to go window shopping first in Amsterdam, see if I can pick up some yeah. cheap ones early. That might be enough. <laughs> I might just have a quick cheap bang, a fifth, quick 50 euro one. I'll be like, oh, done in 15 minutes. I go, oh, so my system just needed that. Boy, and I'll, yeah. so I can shut up I've and quell all this fucking incel bollocks. And maybe my, my axe will change on the brown bear. I'll be, think, um, we'll be a bit more lighthearted. I think I said about an hour ago <laughs> that you're very similar to um, Chris, the way he works with furniture. But you're also, I think, getting revenge on all the guys that turn up and the girl and women just go to them, no, 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 and just walk off. So you, you're getting revenge exactly. for them. Yeah, that's for, that's yeah. for your buddy in Amsterdam. Right, let me have a look at these scores for this story because there's three things here. I was going to write some of this down. Da, 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 da. Chris's story. Sure, sorry. Right, let's move on to Johnny's story, The Slice of Life this week. Johnny, you've been to Bristol, but you've done some other I stuff I honestly this week. can't remember what I've been doing so you, this week. Uh, Fuck <laughs> off, Johnny. Don't feel like Greg's story's smashed yours. Let's speak, Johnny. Well, you've got a voice. It's not smashed it. It's just that um, it, was, it was my it's girlfriend. a very nice coat. <laughs> it's a lovely coat. Um, I mean, I, I thought one, when I heard the furniture stories and the coat story, I thought, oh, I'll, sma- I'll smash it. But now I just think I'm fucked. Um, Sex is always a winner. That coat is amazing. I did think listening to those stories, we could start an event called the Squid Game Karaoke, where you have to sing for your life. Uh, we could do that, but we could probably do that after you've done your slice of life. So oh, have yeah, you got so no slice of life? I've seen girl- the old man. <laughs> Greg's got a scene to do coming up later from school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's been cool. practicing. So, but carry on with your slice yeah, of life. Yeah, it was Maxine's um, birthday last week, so I booked uh, a trip uh, to Bristol. So we went Friday... Uh, to Monday, I booked. Um, it's at Forty Four Corn Street, which is right in this, right in the centre centre of everything in Bristol, um, and it's like a really nice. I, I don't know if Victorian building. Uh, in, bet- in between a walkabout and something else but it's got like a big uh, flaming torch out the front of it that video you shared where you were walking up an alley to a lift is that where you go that's into your hotel that's what I was going to say yeah Dude, when you go into the hotel there's like a secret alleyway that's at the back of a, like the side of a restaurant and you put in the number to go through and you go past some really smelly bins um, and then you go to the back of where and there's normally some kitchen workers sat there talking and when you walk up they give you a filthy look and they're quite rude to you so that video you shared is that what you're talking that's about that's the entrance yeah, to yeah. the Video, that, yeah. I'll put that on the. I'll put that on the. Um, was that where you were staying? Yeah, I'll put that on the Idle Man Instagram. It looks like so the inside of, was nice though, right? Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that video so it was like a secret alleyway. You know, there's a lot of trendy speakeasy bars in like in New York and London. Yeah. Where you go for a weird entrance, and then when you get in there, it's all plush. It was sort of like that. 
I'm sorry, you were going to ask I was going to say that video looked like the one where the girl goes missing in the lift on the, the <laughs> hotel on that uh, Netflix thing. Yeah, she did. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'll say, if the listeners want to see that, just go to Idle Matinee on Instagram and I'll post the video that we did. But yeah, you go past the, the smelly bins, then you go past the... Um, the rude uh, staff then you go up in like a, an, an old fashioned lift but then you go into the apartment and it's all like high roofs everything's mirrored and that if you want to do that type of thing uh, rip- what coke off the ceiling off the wall and I mean the walls are mirrored I didn't have <laughs> coke off the wall that's a bit difficult yeah yeah it's my, very Michael Jackson <laughs> but um yeah no no that, that, that was really nice she really enjoyed it and yeah we went we went walking around Bristol to explore. I did. I did want because Maxine said, "I oh, will go on like a graffiti walk," and I thought, "I oh, can't." There's only one, a couple of bits I wanted to you see. Saw Banksy, didn't you? Did you go to any trip, trendy hip, hip and hop and hip no, hop drummer baseballs? How many Banksies did you see? Um, well, firstly, what I wanted to see was uh, this Tats Crew piece. Uh, Tats yeah. Crew, the one that Fat Joe was in, and they do murals all over the world. They're from New, from the Bronx in New York, and we were just walking on the first evening and fucking and passed it. And it's like, um, it's quite famous. And there's a guy called Nick Walker that's done a mural in front of it. That's the whole side of a, uh, a block of flats. Oh, I do love a mural. And that's a lovely mural. Yeah. Um, so that, that was good. So we had a little walk around. Mainly we just sat, out, we sat outside drinking and eating or we got um, takeaways to the flat. Cause, nice, nice. Because it's so busy. Because it's like, obviously, Bristol's university town. And now there's no more COVID in England. Yeah, um, now, everywhere it? was packed. So we just got stuff to live in. The flat was so nice. And yeah, just had a, a really good really good weekend doing that. So I I, I reckon 1.5 out of 10. I'm pretty chilled, though. Yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, it went down by the river. week when you got back? Like You said about the painting and decorating kicking off or something? Or... Oh, no, yeah, no. Well, that was... Yeah, one house we did... Um, we did a three-week stint and they paid us and they were messing the, the whole... They were doing the whole building backwards. Like, we're painting it and then afterwards they're ripping the windows out and stuff like that and then ripping the skirting off after we painted it and they're saying they want us to come back and touch it up and do all this other stuff. And then she she rang me up rather than ringing my partner and said, uh, oh, yeah, you're all right to come over and she wanted this office ceiling done like a uh, whitewashed and this toilet doing and something else. So I said, all right, yeah, we'll just do it on day rate. She said, yeah. So I went there, did like three and a half days work and then she came up and was looking at it going, oh, that's great. And I said, all right, I'll, I'll invoice you for three and a half days. She goes, oh, no, no, there's no money in it for that. This is, you know, basically telling me that I'm not getting, you know, she's only going to pay me like a couple of hundred quid. What, you're doing it for like just cash Basically cheap. for nothing, no, for nothing, for less than minimum well, wage. What you say to that then? Um, I didn't say anything at the time because I thought it would be remiss of me to punch a woman in the face in her own back garden. So I thought I'll go and speak to my partner about it. And they're arguing about it now. Has she not been in her own back garden? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Creamed her. So you've let the other woman deal with it? Yeah, only because I hadn't initiated the contract. I was just going there. She's basically tricked me into going there and doing some work. Right, I see. Um... So then we're supposed to go back Can't and do. You fell for that. We're supposed to go back and do yeah, do a snag list. And I've just said to my partner, oh, I'm never going back there. She can fuck off. She can have those three days and get someone else to fix all the crap that she's done in her house. You should. Don't you think you should go back and do what those builders do when they smash up stuff they've built and like just go and fuck it up a little yeah, bit? Yeah, because they go to prison. Do they? Yeah. They go. They generally go to prison. Don't you want to go to prison? No, Try really. <laughs> you might get a job as a HGV drive when you come out. <laughs> you don't have to come out. Hey. No, they're they're giving serving prisoners HGV uh, jobs. 
Uh, I, I thought it was on the when they're on no, the no, no, no. Serving prisoners are getting day release from prison to drive HGVs. You're just locked in your cab. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, at least those guys are used to pissing in a bottle and throwing it out the window. <laughs> Word. And doing spice and dogging. And dirty yeah. protests. Off you go. But i tell you one thing I did see. I actually saw this when I was in Bristol, and I'd recommend it to anyone. You, um, you might have heard of the versus battles, the hip-hop battles. Yep. Um, so, some of them have just got awful qualities. Some of them are a bit dull. It was started by two music producers, um, Swizz, yeah, Swizz Beats and Timbaland, I think it was. Anyway, they had the best show uh, and probably one of the best hip-hop shows I've ever seen. It was KRS-One versus Big Daddy Kane. They brought on different guests. Uh, KRS-One had Kid Capri as his DJ. Sorry, did you sat live? Or you on No, YouTube. no, I saw you're it. it on I watched it on TV. I watched right, it at Bristol cool, cool, cool. It's one of the best live shows yeah, yeah, of hip hop I've ever seen. I'll recommend that to anyone. It's about two hours long, and they bring on lots of different guests. Oh, right, okay. Uh, they brought. I said to Greg, he should watch it because he's on it. Greg N I C E. I saw you shared it. I thought it was just like a little ten minute clip. I no, no, it's the whole, whole big show. Event. Yeah, yeah. Nice. And is it, is it um, the next one is going to be Buster Rhymes, but they can't find. No one wants to battle him. Someone to battle him. Why yeah. is he yeah. really good or something? Well, he's got such a long career and he's also mad, isn't he? Yeah, he's. Uh, yeah. well. He's gibberish and you don't know what to, you wouldn't know what to say back to him. Because originally they wanted Karis One to battle Rakim, and I don't think Rakim wanted to do it anyway. But no. also, big Karis uh, uh, One, most people, if. Are you saying he bodies Kane? No, not at all. It was the other him, way him and Kane are both uh, friends anyway. They were yeah, friends yeah. From, the, from back in the day. So when they do it, they go one for one. They, they'd obviously sort of choreograph more or less what they were going to do. Posted, I thought you said that like he beats like... I thought you said Kara S1 fucking does like Big Daddy Kane. Like You, you must have been pissed. And just pissed. I was probably pissed. Yeah. Oh, well. um, but they're, but they're both like really Big good. Daddy Kane's flow. Because back, yeah. back, in the day, back in the day, when I, I, you know the story about PM Dawn. You remember Set Adrift on a Memory Bliss. Yeah. He was in an interview and they asked him about KRS One being the teacher of hip hop and he said what is he a teacher of what and like that was supposed to be a massive diss so he was performing in New York PM Dawn and KRS One and the BDP posse came on stage came into the club came on stage picked him up and he was quite a big lad wasn't he yeah. threw him off stage gave him a clout and threw him off stage and then his DJ took over and they did uh, a still number one so yeah you'd think normally he, he wouldn't let anyone battle him if you know what I mean he would just try and destroy them but I think that's why it was best with Big Daddy Kane because they performed alongside yeah. there's like a funny bit at the beginning where he's introduced he comes out and he's like yeah it's Karis One and they're going here's Big Daddy Kane and there's a delay with him coming out and he goes oh there's a technical difficulty and he goes like there's no technical difficulties and he's in his uh, dressing room shitting himself mm. and it started quite well like the that. same it, like Rakeem same era Rakeem, Big Daddy Kane and Karis One were all like the three dudes at the time what the yeah. way, I remember it's like uh Thingy, Biggie Smalls mates or whatever they were, when they were younger they all had their favourite MCs and like fuck Thingies was Big Daddy Kane yeah, yeah. No, sorry no was it Thingies who's, thingies, sorry, who's Thingy Thingy is he a Thingy rapper? Small Biggie, Biggie thingy Smalls small. Was, Biggie Smalls was, was Big Daddy right, Kane okay. I think and then his oh, mates sorry. were like they favoured KRS-One because if, if you're going to have one of those versus, around at the same time if you're going to have one of those versus battles you need to have a similar catalogue because um, Karis One's got like 20 albums not saying they're all bangers um, not saying they're not if you're listening uh, Chris <laughs> um but you've got to have a similar catalogue because like LL Cool J obviously is an icon but I don't think he's got enough songs to do a two hour battle Mama said knock we- you out yeah yeah that's it and then what else I don't know I honestly don't know any other fucking tunes but I think he's got two more has he got a, ch- a tune on it's like a summertime uh, tune soundtrack no he was doing later he was doing later songs like when he had that battle with Cannabis 1, 2, 3 and before that 
Um, deep blue sea soundtrack for Deep Blue Sea. Yeah, did he do a tune on that? <laughs> he did a tune on that. You gotta get ready for the Deep Blue Sea. Rock. Going under, shark gonna get ya. I'm going under, don't rock back. Yo, stand rock tonight, back. Stand he's gonna up. suffer shark bite. Rock the bells. And you wanna fight. He's got a lot of rock the bell. You know, he's got a lot of uh, we're going deep, a lot of tunes, but not in enough. The deep blue sea. Deep, deep in the deep blue sea. Okay. Something like that. There's something like that. I'll probably have to listen to it first. So, Mum said, Knock You Out on that classic. Uh, uh, cool, classic. As the bloke that went into Liberty Grease Records and famously asked for, Have you got Cool Call LJ? Mum won't let me out. And he got <laughs> laughed out of the shop. <laughs> so, that's. <laughs> Mama won't let me I think he did. I think, that, I think it was Zach's dad that said Cool Call LJ is a joke, but the guy went into the shop and asked for LL Cool J, Mum won't let me out. And they just, they just got. Mama won't let me imagine, out. Imagine like the fucking hardest, one of the hardest hip hop record shops ever, and you just got, and everyone just laughing at you Mama never lets me out uh, so that's your week <laughs> Mama won't let me out that's your week done yeah yeah I think so right I'd, let's top I'd, the scores yeah. for all these three slice of life stories so we got uh, Greg's on the edge of his seat right Chris this week your like slice of life story gets a four four points thank you uh, out, of, uh, out of ten it's always out of ten uh, Greg your slice of life story gets seven points this yeah! week out of ten and Johnny's yours gets five points out yeah! of ten yeah cool thank you very much so Chris feel... you lose this week I think I think, loser. Loser. I, think I, actually, I think Chris wins the uh, again, story that weren't about him yeah, that wasn't about his that, slice of life yeah if you'd have this week and that yeah. happened this week yeah, you'd yeah. have smashed it yeah and if that was you masturbating you'd have smashed yeah. it yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it just, just yeah. a little tip just work something yeah, to work on well, I think mine was quite funny you say that you mentioned a little tip here he goes. Here he goes. Oh, no. <laughs> he actually masturbated. Was, he just, he just, recording. For listeners at home, it looks oh, like he just jiggled a pink pixel. But um, so, well, mine was quite wholesome, I thought, uh, compared to the rest of the uh, smut that's been peddled. But um, we didn't know, hear anything about what you did this week. There's no point in my slice of life because I like to hear your stories and I judge them. If I, people, my life is a You've mystery. You've done fuck all there. To yeah. the listeners, my life is a mystery. <laughs> done fuck all. Yeah. One Again. minute I'm in Monaco. <laughs> The next minute I'm in New York. Monaco's the name, Monaco's the name of the corner shop. Paris. <laughs> I'm all over the place and I don't want to show you guys up and make you feel bad about what I do in my life. This week, uh, Johnny has been doing a little, put a little bit of work back into his quiz. We missed one last week. That's why this is the perfect episode listener if you're a first-time listener. Uh, and we're going to be doing Telly Addicts again. It's a quiz with all the questions being based on television programmes, past and present. Uh, it generally took the form of a short clip being shown, followed by a series of questions, either specifically about the clip or more generally about the programme which have been taken. But there's also questions in it and teams. It ran until 1998, and it was hosted by Noel Edmonds. And what one have you got lined up for us today, Johnny? Well... Well, um, I did think that some of the other teleaddicts we did might have been a little bit too easy for you. So I picked the teleaddicts 1992 final, and this is between two of their, their best teams, so the questions were a little bit more difficult than normal. Normal families or celebrities? Uh, normal families. This They're is when they were... Yeah. Yep. So, as I said, it's from 1992. That may become, uh, <laughs> that may be- become important later on. <laughs> Fucking sort yourself out, Greg. Sit up. Look, as soon as the questions start getting asked, I'll spring to right, attention. Sorry, right. just trying to Greg sort himself. Yeah, no, out. I've done. Oh, I've put, I've put, I've put, <laughs> I just like to say I put a lot of work into it's this. All laying it's, back, all stoned and high. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm enjoying listening to him talk. So right. as we said before, in Teleaddicts, they normally each person has to answer three questions. There's four members, so there's twelve questions altogether. But what I'm going to do is ask you a question, and then you can. You can confer, and then give me your answer. And then straight afterwards, as normal, we'll play the um, 
the Fair round enough. as it happened and see if you can beat them. Are we them. doing all our answers first, then we're going to hear all their answers? Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Hear them all the okay. yeah. Us first, them. Right. So what's our family name? The Jacksons. The Streetwalkers. The... Uh, what were the, the, the idle matinees? What's the family? What's the family's name in bread? The Boswells. Ah, oh, the Boswells. Boswells. That's oh. a good one. We're the Boswells. Oh, I don't want to ruin one of the questions. Oh, <laughs> right. Let's kick off. Here on BBC One, there's an hour in which we meet those streetwise birds of a feather, and first, two families who should like watching them. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Question one. Carol Hersey is one of the best-known faces on TV. Where would you find her? Say that name again. 1992. Carol remember. Hersey. Hersey. Carol Hersey. Carol Hersey. One of the best I think countdown. known faces on TV. Do you think so? I think the feel or something yeah. like that. Or From 92. 92. Or Casualty. No, it was that random? Yeah, 88 it started. But best-known face on TV. They'd be on a lot of stuff, I reckon. I don't They'd think... I don't Angela think... Rippon. What? What? Like a real name? Is it a, is it a trick question? No, no. Or is that Carol Hersey. Right? That's, that's, oh, yeah. Carol Hersey is her name, and she's one of the best known faces. Because I don't even know who she is. No, they don't. On no. on this question, they didn't see. We just got to guess what she's on. Yeah, Carol Hersey is her name. I recognise. She's I reckon... one of the best known faces on TV. Uh. Where would you find her? I think Cat. No, I think I don't. Um, I don't recognise her from anything. So let's I say the Bill. The Bill. Yeah. Or Bill. Or Bill. Or yeah. Okay, we're going for the Bill, Bill for that one. Fuck it. Okay. Look at this and name the film. Right, obviously you can't see it, so it, I'll describe it to you. It's, it's a, a nineteen fifty. <laughs> that's oh, not. Yeah. It's not musical. Oh. It is magical. Touch it. Okay. Nineteen fifty-eight music. Um, it's Stinky. A, yeah, it's a nineteen fifty-eight musical romance whose songs include a cockeyed optimist, some enchanted evening. What year? Sorry, nineteen fifty-eight. A film. Yeah. Musical romance yeah. whose songs include a cockeyed optimist, King and I. some enchanted evening, and there is nothing like a dame. Oh, there's a thing like a dame there it is is it the one with the two guys and Marilyn Monroe no that's later in it it's not your Brenner in it is it King and I no that's not no nothing like it's there's like, nothing it's like, like a dame if I recall correctly they're all dressed as in, in sailors outfits aren't they yeah it's like like carousel there is nothing, or something like that nothing or like or a dame yeah fuck a night what, on the town um, South, South, Pacific. South Pacific South Pacific let's do that yeah, yeah. South, South Pacific okay you're going to want to go you sure yeah okay question three in which drama do the king's fusiliers appear? Fusiliers appear, sorry. Oh, that sharp, maybe? 92, yeah, sharp. I think that's a good guess yeah. for 92. King's yeah. fusiliers, sounds good, about right. They didn't right. Google back then either, did they say? So. <laughs> no, we're not Googling we're not it. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, what type of car that's, does Morse drive? Oh, that's oh, a Jaguar E-Type. Jaguar E-Type, oh, yeah, did didn't that, didn't we? We were guessing Yeah, we did. Okay. I think it's an E-Type. I think. I think so. And the next question was, who is behind this disguise? So to give you a clue, it was the presenter. It was yeah. <laughs> it was the presenter of Going for Gold. Henry Kelly. Henry Kelly. Henry Kelly. Question six that you naughty family. Complete the catchphrase and now for something completely, completely different. different. Question seven. Which Doctor Who actor went to Poland for a drama this year? Oh, not uh, I would think Sylvester McCoy, Davidson. Pete Davidson, Sylvester McCoy. 
Colin Baker. I'm going to go Ooh. Peter Davidson, I think. You happy yeah. with that? But, yeah. And say, what, what year was it and what are they talking about? 1992, and they said, which Doctor Who actor went to Poland for a drama this year? I'd say Peter Davidson. Yes, because all creatures, great and small. Yeah, it was I'm around sure that time. Yeah. Yeah. Did, he did dramas with What's-Her-Face, Amanda Redmond, I think, in the sort of mid-90s as well. So I think... Yeah, he probably had more acting parts than any of the others. So yeah, let's just go for in, him. Yeah. Okay, question eight was a picture round. Look at this and name the actress. Um, I just I describe her as being as famous now for her trout pout as she was for Leslie copying Ash. off in alleyways yes. in Brighton. Leslie yeah. Ash, yeah. yeah, yeah. Picture rounds are well easy, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Especially your clues. <laughs> well, her well, name is. That one, that one was good. Guess this. Her name is Leslie Ash. <laughs> <laughs> right, nine. In which series did a dog called Tricky Woo appear? Oh, uh, uh, Tricky Woo series. <laughs> Hong Kong Fooey? And it's no. not the 36 That's Chambers. That's what I was thinking. That's Cartoon yeah. Metal Mickey. Well, Hong Kong Fooey technically was a series. But yeah, no, I assume it's a TV, not a cartoon. Like, no? I don't know why we can't get that. No, no. I'm sure we can't 992, ask that. well, no, it could be any time before 992, and it's a series yeah. with a dog in it, basically. Yeah, Tricky Woo, I've not, fuck knows. Uh, we, I mean, guess. Go Hong Kong Fooey then, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Complete the title, Harry and the... Hendersons. Yeah, yeah. But then I was going to say Huxtable. Henderson's yeah 92 yeah 11 look at this and name the character right he he was the lead character in the Super Mario Nation series Stingray oh fuck ja- oh bloody hell Stingray. Scott something not, Jack something so Joe Knight uh, I think it's Scott uh, something Stingray the Scott Tracy Thunderbirds Captain Scarlet wasn't in Stingray was he he wasn't the leader I don't think Stingray. we know this Captain Scarlet we... was his own thing I wouldn't wasn't know, it? I wouldn't there was Stingray this. Captain Scarlet and Thunderbirds Joe wasn't we know who he is but we don't know who he is yeah. James Bolam okay <laughs> James Bolam my, my parents used to drink with him <laughs> did he know last question <laughs> what's Spender's sidekick called Jimmy Neal Spender oh yeah Spender's uh, oh shit what was it wasn't it a girl Tinker Tinker, it's Tinker. No, that's Tinker's Lovejoy. Lovejoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really thought that was Tinker. Him. Tinker, that's it. Boom. Oh, bollocks. Rocky. Um, oh, I do remember him having a fucking sidekick, but yeah, for the life of me, I can't remember Fapa. the fucking name. See, that is that is difficult trying to remember a show Fapsy. from 30 fucking years ago, man. Especially uh, when you've just done a bowl. Do you want to have a guess? <laughs> I remember the other shit. Yeah. If you're going to do alliteration, I'd say is Spender's sidekick is called... No. Okay, we lose well, that one. What letter? For well, Spender inside. Huh? <laughs> it begins with S. I'll give uh, it. Oh, what, so, right, okay, yeah, so, yeah. Right, so it's the same as... Spanks it. It's the same as... Spender. Smithy. It rhymes with sidekick. Oh. Sick, oh. I don't know. With sick Mick. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Is it? Close. No. Oh. <laughs> slick Rick. <laughs> yeah, Slick Rick. Yeah, he's one of his... Uh, he was born in England. Yeah. I was hanging out Where with Jimmy Nail once or twice. And then when shit yeah. went bad... And I... Right, so Rick do you, do you want to listen to how... Let's right, listen quiet to how... down, guys. Let's hear the answers. Here we go. Okay, Wilsons. Two-point difference. <laughs> All rests. On the spotlight round. The title, Teleadic Family of 92... Oh, shut that man up. 
Okay, good luck to you. We start with you, Mavis, and we start now. Carol Hersey is one of the best-known faces on TV. Where would you find her? Pass. Test card. Look at oh. this. Name the film. South Pacific. Yes. yes. In which drama do the King's Fusiliers appear? Um, soldier, Soldier. Yes. Oh, what sort oh, of car does Morse drive, Glenn? Jaguar. Yes. Soldier. Look at this. Who's behind the disguise? Henry Kelly. Yes. Complete the catchphrase. And now for something completely different. Julie, which Doctor Who actor went to Poland for a drama this year? Peter Davidson. Yes. Look at this. Name the actress. Uh, Leslie Ash. Yes. In which series did a dog called Tricky Woo appear? Oh, fuck knows. Goodness knows. All creatures great and small. Oh, Dean, right. the title. <laughs> Harry and the... Elephant. Henderson's. <laughs> Look at this. Name the character. Uh, Captain Scarlet. Troy Tempest. Oh, What's Spender's sidekick Tem- called? Here we go. Come on, tell us. Coming. Oh, Slickwick! What? <laughs> what would you like to hit him with now? Oh, stick. <laughs> oh, stick. Oh, stick. He's just oh, going to stick. Stick. You're tramping on so well, stick. but in the end, you scored seven. Stick, stick. So what oh, did so we score? What did we score compared to them? Let's have a look. We got round them up. We got about the same as them. Or two, three, four, five, or six. That's not bad though. That's ninety-two. We did all right. As time travellers. As time travellers. Oh no! Wait! 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 We got more right than we got wrong. Four, five, oh, you got seven. Sorry, you equal them. Yeah, we equal yes. them. So if seven, we were back yeah. in '92, yeah. we'd smash them. And yeah. they were the we champions. Exactly. We're, they were. We're, the we're, we're remembering back. To, we're time. We're time travelling back to our brains. We would so, yeah. smash the yeah, shit. Yeah, we are. We'd get all creatures great and small. And that was yeah. the 1992 tr- final. So that was the two highest yeah, scoring family. We would have known that. I watched it that day. I'm like fucking up. That was the two highest. That yeah, was the two highest scoring families of 1992 going treatment. against each other. I feel fucking and great about We'd be doing all right. I feel pumped. Yeah. Really pumped for that. So fucking right. like I can beat some. Hey, keep up the energy. Yeah, let's get this go. vibe going. I want to Come on. Let's get some fucking music quizzes Fuck now. yeah. Chris. I've done, uh, I've done, so the music quiz, which we've done before, when it's, it's generally about theme tunes and stuff such like. So here we go. Question one. In which 1953 movie does Marilyn Monroe perform the song Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend? Sound like it hot. Do we have to buzz in? Are we all playing together? Yeah, we're we buzzing just, in. Just buzz. Just, just, just whoever gets in. it right okay, first. Sound like it hot. No. Oh. Uh, seven Year Itch. No. <laughs> no, it's just not a musical Pass. thing, is it? Oh, fuck it, I'm not good on it. No, it's a gentleman preferred blondes. Oh. Which 1997 movie had the theme song How Can I Live Without You by Trisha Yearwood? Uh, Armageddon. 97 film. Mm. Vol- 1997 movie. Volcano, Armageddon, Independence Day. Oh. It's a good one. It's a good one. Uh, How Can I Live? Is that one? Bodyguard. Is that one? Is that song? Yeah. Uh, I've, yeah, yeah, I've given up song. on that one. Oh, oh yeah. I don't know. Cause it's not... Man, put some exciting uh, music no, under this. Go, 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 give us a hint. <laughs> give us a clue. Um, e, uh, is that it? The clue. Uh, Nick yeah. Cage was in it. Oh, f- oh, oh, the Rock. The Rock. No, no, that's not. That was earlier. Was it nice? Uh, oh, the uh, one with the plaque, no. Conair. Conair, Conair, yeah, oh, yeah. Right. shit, was that nice. for you? Yeah, fuck it, I was in it, yeah. The one with the plane. You were in it. <laughs> <laughs> you said I was in it. No, that's oh, the tune sorry. was in it, but it wasn't like the title. <laughs> the tune was in it. It wasn't the main. Yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Tune that was in it, though, from Conair. Yeah. Which which three singers performed the lead single for the 2019 remake 
of Charlie's Angels. So say again, Destiny's Child. Destiny's Children. Oh, Which right, yeah. three singers performed the lead singer for the 2019 the remake of Charlie's Angels? Destiny's Child. Destiny's I Children. I want three different singers. Oh, oh. Beyonce, Beyonce, Kelly Rowland, Kelly Rowland, and the other one. And the other one. <laughs> Shit, what's no. that? Michelle something. Michelle Williams. No. I mean, it wasn't Destiny's Child, was it? Oh no. <laughs> oh, oh, they did. A, they did a new one. Oh. Little Mix. Was it? Was it Pink? <laughs> Moulin no. Rouge, no. Um, no, it's Miley Cyrus, Lana Del Rey, and Arianda Grande. Ariola Grandies. She's got big nipples. Uh, fat, fat, science fat. fiction. Get the energy up, come on. It's the opening song from which movie? Science fiction? Are you going to sing science the song? Science fiction double feature is the opening song from which movie? Starship Troopers. <laughs> Uh, is it a Tarantino one? So, right. well, we'll scrap this. We don't need to do this, really. <laughs> what? Mean, we've competed enough. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's the end of that then. Let's come you together. Very enjoyable. That's more for a Zoom, Zoom quiz. So Who won? That was Easter like Terry a Zoom family Zoom no quiz. No one got any. <laughs> well, yeah, that was yeah, quite hard. So, uh, should've got, no, should've got the, I should have got the Cod Air one. But let's the other let's move sure. on to subject to talk about. Oh, actually, let's move on to some of the stuff we've watched this week. So, the one of the first things I watched this week that I'd like to recommend to anybody um, uh, is something that Chris recommended to me, and it's a YouTube. It's on YouTube. It's also a podcast. I, th- I prefer it on YouTube. You can forward through to the comedians. It's Killing Tony, and it's the uh, live stand. Kill Tony, Killing Tony, Kill Tony, Killing Tony, Kill it's Tony. Called, is it Kill Tony? It's called Kill Tony. Kill. Don't, don't yeah, Kill Tony. Right. Sorry, it's called Kill Barry. And it's the uh, stand-up thing. But this week's one had Joe Rogan on it, absolutely pissed out of his face with Bert Krishner and. They're stoned as well, which they 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 show off about like they're fucking thirteen. They've just done it for the first time. They've just shared a joint yeah. with their older brother or so. It's like we're high as fuck, man. We've been smoking weed all day. Like you're millionaires, of course. Of course surely, yeah. Wow, well, good for you. You're, We've mi- just done you're a millionaires, and it's podcast. legal. It's your millionaires. It's legal. That's not for anything to show off about. You know what I mean? I'd be more <laughs> impressed if they weren't didn't have any money and they were like, yeah, somewhere where it's totally legal and you get fucking your hands chopped off for smoking weed. And they were shouting that. I'd be like, oh, well done. I'd be like, woohoo, yeah, go for it. They're showing off about it. It's fucking, they're 50 years old as well. That is, that is sort of akin to that Jeff Bezos thanking all the Amazon customers for allowing him to fly to space, isn't it? She's like, I'm a, mi- I'm a millionaire. Am I going to go to work tomorrow? Yeah, I get paid to get stoned. <laughs> but uh, one thing I liked about that was watching Joe Rogan. Have you seen that one, Chris, this Kill Tony? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Joe Rogan laugh is laugh. You see his fake laugh mm. where he yeah. just constantly goes, ah, and screams at everything, then stops, just stops dead, just like that. And they go, ah, yeah. stop dead. Like he's just doing it just to be the centre of attention. Like, too, it's you, weird. You yeah. hear, um, you hear that once you zone in on his laugh, you hear it on other episodes as well. Yeah. Where he's backstage and stuff. Bert Christ said something very telling on, what, I think, on, on that Bill Burr that podcast he does, Bill and. Oh, I've stopped listening to that. Yeah, I've Bill got... and Burr or whatever. I, 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 enjoyed, I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed Bill most of, time, most of the time, but then. But just got too much. Like some of some of his points of view, I was just like, "Oh fuck off, man!" Like, and you can tell the sort of guy is because he goes, he goes, oh, "I can't stand looking at people's photos, man. I can't stand." I'm like, "Oh, don't show me that shit. I only want to look at a photo if it's got me in it." And I'm like, "I was like, oh fucking hell." It's like, well, how do you look, make people look at photos of you, uh, that you want to look f- like, make people look at? Yeah, it might be, it might be. They're, they're in it. It doesn't make any it sense. It might be that. telling, but he uh, always I, thinks he's doing a bit, and his bits are never as funny yeah, as his yeah. like, "I am the machine" story. That's yeah. it's like with that story. I don't, like, know, I'm, 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 I'm sure I don't even know his best bit then, but yeah, that's the 
one where I, I, that's one where he goes on a train to Russia. I showed right. it to it's you with the mafia. And that's a really good story. A good and apparently, it's true. He's obviously got fucking balls and stands up, and takes his shirt off, and struts around like a big fat cunt. And he's got good stories and stuff. But I mean, he's not. He's not. I don't Chappelle. think he's got any good stories. He's anymore. not Chappelle. He's not Chappelle, and he's not Burr. But like, yeah, and he's. Yeah. And he hasn't got hundred million dollars. He's just a, and he's obnoxious and um, and doing that shit with Rogan and Rogan like kissing his ass and all the the, the clique that fucking Austin clique is disgusting. It makes me fucking. It does make your skin crawl. Me want to puke. I can imagine it makes me want to go there, pretend to be American. I, I, I want to go and kill Tony and just fucking rip into him, and then like just do my accent and then rip into him in English. Have and you, then like, and just really have take you ever heard Joe Rogan talking about Tony the homeless problem? He's saying there's also you know we left California, but there's also a homeless problem in Austin. Yeah, yeah. And like yeah. they say it, and there was a news story this week that in Austin, by the, there's like a, you know, like in America they have those sort of fake riverbeds. Um, yeah like in Greece where they're driving along uh, yeah. in the cars uh, I think this week there was like a, a, a flash flood and there was all these homeless people living there um, and I, th- I heard someone talking about it today saying that this massive like wave came down and washed away all these homeless people like a biblical flood but then they had a really happy story on the news that the um, emergency services managed to save four homeless people and a puppy and you think how many homeless people were there and drowned and got killed they go we've saved four homeless people and what's going to happen to them now uh, they'll probably just wait for the flood to go down and just move back in with a bit more space Austin Texas is a perfect place for Joe Rogan and that lot to live I, I, I was surprised they weren't at the Capitol on January the 6th like raiding it did anyone watch uh, four hours at the Capitol on BBC 2 the other day did you no, watch that? I don't have uh, if you didn't, I can highly recommend it. It's really, really good because it shows the whole day. I've seen like it was one on the New York uh, Times did it. I think and it was like forty minutes where they put all the footage together, so you can see what happened. Yeah. But this one, it shows it from like ten o'clock in the morning the whole day, and then it interviews like Republicans, Democrats, the police officers, the military, and then it shows like obviously footage and it interviews the people that were there doing the right and the people that still believe in it that sort of thing yeah. hasn't changed no one's really changed it's actually like it's got worse if anything this hasn't gone away this is coming back but it shows them doing it all day long like building up and then the police saying loads of, loads of crazy shit in this thing like one of the things they're saying is at the beginning when the Proud Boys are all pushing the barriers over and trying to get in the police are going we know that Trump's speech hasn't even finished yet and in a minute there's going to be like over a million people marching down <laughs> and this is just the beginning yeah, and yeah. nothing's even stopped and the police right this is how fucked up this is right I'll tell you a couple of things in it they're really good there was like a Democrat guy and he was in Iraq uh, and he was like a military guy and he was in the Senate chamber because they were like some of the last people to go out some of yeah. them didn't go out for ages and they weren't told but he said he knew he goes because I've dealt with mobs before and he said that basically one on one people are right but obviously when you get a mob it's a completely different story and the, the, you can't control the mob it's like obviously does what it wants to do like a beast and he said if anyone yeah. comes in here and tries he, he was ready he goes I'm going to stab grab their weapon I'm going to stab one in the eye and slash their throat Okay, uh, he's, he's actually physically, re- he was ready to kill them. He's, he's ready gonna, to grab their weapon kill off them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's going to get stabbed. Uh, there's a couple of other funny bits where, you know the Ashley Babbitt one when she got got shot? Yeah, it shows hilarious. that. But suddenly, as soon as she gets shot, they're all going like, they suddenly all change and they're all saying, all the people that are trying to get through that door, they're going, you shot her. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're peaceful. What are you doing? And then they're all freaking out and running <laughs> off as if like they weren't expecting it. It's well, weird. The classic one of that woman crying. They tear gas me. Yeah, I was just trying, to, really, we're just really trying to start a revolution. So there's loads of stuff in this so that's really thick. good. And I'll tell you one other thing that I really thought was really interesting about it 
the guy, the same guy who said he'd stabbed him in the throat, basically, they all got put downstairs underground, right? And then they said that there were buses coming to pick them up and take all the senators and everybody out. And he was like, he said, I was WhatsApping everybody in all these groups I'm in, like everyone there saying, do not leave. Whatever you do, do not get on these buses and leave. He goes, because as soon as we all leave this place, if we all leave it and they all get in here and then Trump comes back, he'll just declare martial law. And he would just say, he would just say basically that it's gone crazy. Uh, I'll declare martial law. Obviously, get rid of all the voting things. There'll be no one in there to do it then, yeah. and just stay in power forever. Like that—that's yeah. what they were saying they might do. Obviously, we don't, we'll never know I until think, next time. I but think the most, the most incredulous bit that they believed that Trump was going to go for a walk. <laughs> yeah, he's going to come with them. But it's still like it's still up just for it. Walk anyway. Oh, right, yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're still up for it. Uh, so yeah, the. Joe Rogan. Anyone else watched anything well, good this week? I saw a clip with that guy that goes around talking to Trumpers on YouTube and stuff. And there was one Trump. Channel Five. Uh, Channel Five was Ooh, on there. But no it's the other guy, that, that tall, this tall guy that used to be like a comedian. Yeah, he's the tall, on the curly hair. Yeah, guy. he's on like Jimmy Kimmel or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, not the Channel Five guy. This other guy, no, anyway. But yeah, so he was interviewing this guy, and this guy, this old old guy and he's basically saying that obviously Donald Trump's still in charge and then he was confusing him going well if he's still in charge why do you have to have a vaccine he goes oh no not that and not this and not that but he was saying oh all the people that stormed the Capitol they were all like fake actors and stuff and he goes you know the guy with the horns he goes he was never he was never a Trump or a QAnon he goes he was the face of it he goes no 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 if you look at that video in Afghanistan when all those people were running next to the plane American planes were trying to take off there's one guy that waves at the camera that's him that's like, but did like oh, okay, facts. Yeah, it's there. Well, we talked about the guy. We I shared that story with you about the QAnon dad, who's like so fucked up in lockdown with QAnon. He thinks his own son that got killed in a school shooting was a crisis actor. Yeah, it's terrible. It's sad. <laughs> it's sad. There's more. There's more to that than than that. Though. His son's still alive. Down though. that way. Uh, what's the rest of it then, Chris? No, his son got killed. His, his son's actually. No, his, his son got killed in a school shooting, and he said he was an actor. Then he thinks. Yeah, he's saying he was a crisis actor. Yeah. But what do you say, Chris? I say he's he's of his dad's probably easily uh, traumatized by oh, the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, of course. The and just he's just him a fractured mind, yeah. isn't it? And like, yeah. So that's, that's that know, could be a way of dealing with it. it. That could be a way of dealing with it. Can he could go think? Oh, my son was in on his own shooting. To, to, that's his way of dealing with it and going like, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. He, he, yeah. just deny reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At, at literal yeah. cognitive dissonance. I do have some sympathy for him, of course. I'm not saying like, haha. It's crack I've pot. got I've got quite a lot of sympathy Crazy. for his son though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's like I said, anyone else seen anything good this week? Yes, I saw Billion Dollar Code. I watched. Yeah, you were that talking really about that. What's Billion Dollar Code? So that is the story about Google Earth. So the, the real the people who actually invented Google Earth or the exact sort of algorithm um, that this based on they got robbed off and basically by this guy. What's his fucking forgot his name now? Brian Anderson. Yeah, Brian Anderson, who is the real guy. So he developed Google Earth. The other names in the program aren't real, but they the, the real. Uh, what? Yeah. I was just going to say Brian Anderson, who uh, that's a callback to Stingray earlier. Oh yeah, no, yeah, Jerry Anderson. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice one. You know, it's bad enough being stoned. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> if the name was right, yeah. it was funny. He was uh, close. He knew that wasn't bloody <laughs> yeah, Jerry Anderson. You freak. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's just easy to get you. Yeah, cool. Anyway, Brian Anderson. Yeah, cool. I think it's anyway. Brian Anderson. Um, so he went off and did Google. Earth. So the real guys were in Berlin. That one was a computer hacker, and one was an, an artist who was a crazy sort of out there artist, a bit different, a bit avant garde, and was always trying to do new shit with digital stuff. So he he did a bit. Of, he knew a bit of computer programming. So he was trying to do these digital displays or whatever. This ex- exhibition in Berlin, 
Um, and then he met, yeah, he met, meets up with this computer hacker guy who's there as well. He sees his, his program. He's like, oh, that's really cool. He likes the look of it. Um, which and it was basically the beginning of of Google Earth. It was like zooming in on this sphere thing or whatever's moving around, but it's all jittery. And he's like, he's mm. like, oh, you realise your algorithms all fucked up, yeah? Like I can make it much smoother. And then that's basically that's how it happened. They they hooked up. He's like, okay, is it a Bernie man? Hey, no, no, they, this is later. So that's after they form they form Art Plus Com. So the real, so it's called Terravision. The original Google Earth was called Terravision, or it is in this show. I don't know whether it was. There's a, there's a twenty minute. You don't have to watch the four hour billion dollar code thing. There's a thirty minute documentary to go along with it, which tells you which has got Terra as in T E R R A yeah. So which is quite a good name. It's it's actually because Terravision was a nineties band, weren't they? Yes. Yeah. O R yeah. Um. But yeah, so they, they called it that in the show. I'm not sure if it was called that in real life. But anyway, it was by Art, art Plus Com. Uh, yeah, art, yeah, plus the number, it's not plus, sorry, the sign plus com uh, was the company. Um, but yeah, they went out to, so in the, the fledgling years, so they got all these artists together. So one of them, this artist who was quite good, he was a Slav or something, and apparently they're meant to be really good with on the books. Almost like sort of the stereotype of Asians are, like in American sort of Eastern Asians are meant to be good at, fucking books or whatever like accounts and stuff good, <laughs> good at the books I'm talking like an American yeah good, good at cooking the books no it's good at, yeah accounts and stuff like that they're good with numbers um, anyway they, yeah this Slav guy who they know is an artist they go like hey you're Slavic you must be good with numbers and it, it turns out he is so he ends up doing all the their finances and everything so they form this company anyway they go up to they go out to America and meet like Google because Google's all kicking off at that point so this is like the mid 90s so yeah 94, 94 95 and they meet up this Brian Anson guy. And so one of the guys, the, the hacker guy, so the artist guy is more than the talker. So he's the businessman. He's like meeting people, like all the rest of it. And whereas the other guy's doing all the algorithm stuff and doing all the actual computer code stuff. So he forms this bond with Brian Anderson and they're like kindred spirits. Ah, oh, like, like in, um, what's it called? The Matrix, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, it's And like one does all the code. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's like Barry's loving these keep them coming Leo yeah <laughs> Mr. Anderson yeah that one yeah Brian Mr. Anderson Smith, yeah. that's his name isn't it <laughs> Brian. Mr. Call, Brian we need to call an ambulance Anderson. I think he's having a seizure yeah so he goes oh Brian Anderson see up this Anderson guy yeah and they're, so they're like kids, like, and they're like oh they really get on and like, I love your ideas I love your ideas like, ha, 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 tell me more and he does so they go to Burning Man they get fucked up or the, the beginning of Burning Man they go to what ends up being turning into Burning Man but it's the same place it's obviously the same deal start on a, a beach in San Francisco Lighting Man did it start on a beach in San Francisco Burning Man Wow, well, this version's in the fucking desert like it normally oh, is. Like, Nova- like, yeah. That's how it originally started in 1985. Is it Nevada? It started in 1985 on a beach. Okay, yeah. Well, it moved, it, to, it moved to the desert, didn't it? <gasps> yeah. Pamela Anderson. Yeah, that's it. Baywatch. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, keep doing the Anderson joke. They're not. That, it's not that funny. I don't. Know. I mean, it's funny to wind me up. I know, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not actually getting that wound up by it. So, so anyway, he stole the idea. Pam Anderson. Say your Anderson's. Uh, oh, John Anderson. Gladiators. John Anderson. Gladiators. Do create Google on my first whistle. What about you guys? Are shit. If you think that's enough about what about Judge Anderson? Oh no, I'm doing it. What about Judge Anderson from Judge Dredd? She was. She was the psych judge, Judge Anderson, in 2008. Oh, fuck she, off. Sorry, Joe. That was good. She was good. Gillian Anderson? Oh, Gillian Anderson. Anderson. 
Hello. Gillian Anderson. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so so right, they yeah. stole Google Earth. So, yeah, so Brighton and Sunny goes, oh, tell me more about your algorithm. He's like, yeah, yeah. So it works like this. And he just tells him the whole fucking thing. And because this guy's clever, he's like, ah, oh, that's the thing I haven't been like, uh, the, the coordinate, yeah, the dynamic coordinate thing, or co- like, they, they explain it well in, in the, you got, watch the thing, it's explained all very well. Like, Has it got Jar Rule in it? Um, I watched, um, what, what different is, festival. Is that, oh, I, thought, I thought his real name was something Anderson. <laughs> no. Chris, have you watched anything <laughs> the this week? stands for Anderson. <laughs> Uh, uh, no. so, so, yes, so they stole it they went so they go to court no, I yeah, we get, that's oh, yeah. the whole thing I'm going to tell you the whole thing yeah, yeah they, you told us it. we get the so idea it's interesting yeah it sounds good you, you should have to watch it keep going on and on and on about it you should watch it Anderson I won't need to now because you've just fucking done three episodes Chris have you watched <laughs> anything this week um, no nothing okay Fuck I also watched I'll take, uh, oh god what else you watched I've watched something else too I watched a couple of bits because we spoke briefly about the the culture war within comic books and comic book films um and let me just check what his name was again. You know the geezer that played Superman in the TV series, Christopher Reeve. Uh, no, Ka- something Christopher, Kane. Dean, oh, Dean, Kane. Dean Kane. Yeah, he's been banging on about he's a trumper. We spoke. No, yeah, we spoke about like uh, Superman's son being uh, bisexual. But there's also another news story this week. Um, apparently, the most beloved animation of all time is the Batman animation series. Um, mm, that's held that's up right, in the original nineties like, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're now remaking it and rebooting it with Jar Jar Abrams as um, the executive producer and he's promising to make it much more inclusive and gender fluid. <laughs> That's what I think of that. When you said Jar Rule earlier, did you mean JJ Abrams? No, no, no Jar Rule. No, because I'm in the fire oh, festival when you said about... Okay. I couldn't, it took me ages to remember his name. So I was going to go, I was going to, so I also found like with the advent of woke superheroes and I found the description of the new, new warriors from Marvel. Um, and it, here are their, their superhero names and their, and their description. Snowflake and safe space are psychic twins. They say all, all twins are psychic, but we're psychica. Snowflake is a cryokinetic and can materialize snowflake shaped shuriken projectiles for throwing. Safe space, safe space can materialize pink force fields, but he can't inhabit them, inhabit them himself. The reflex only works if he's projecting on others and they're hyper aware of modern culture and optics. This is real, yeah? Yeah, yeah, this is a real card, uh, comic book series. Um, as there are post ironic meditation on using violence to combat bullying so it's a, they're a joke it's not actually for real like, no no they're, these are supposed to be real, they're supposed to be a real, yeah, real superhero doing it for a laugh no right? no they were taking it seriously um, there's Screen Time who is a meme obsessed super team whose brain became connected to the internet after becoming exposed to his grandfather's experimental internet gas you might uh, yeah internet gas you might actually be right they might just be taking the piss yeah I think so wait why does Ricky <laughs> but, but anyway so I thought I thought we could come up with superhero I mean, to I, do that earnestly would be fucking I thought, no they did do it earnestly weird. that's why the, the woke man ended yeah well yeah. I thought other superheroes I thought we could have I thought we could change Spider-Man so that he fires gender fluid um, like all the X Men are obviously trans. Um, <laughs> wonder if she's a woman. Fantastic Four play. Oh, I'm going to cut a few out, and then Same Iron Hoof Man. I'll end on that. I had the Wanking Dead and Batty Man and Rimming, but they're probably not that. Why does Ricky Gervais hate wokeness? Because he can't make jokes about people in wheelchairs anymore. That's right, Ashatilla, because he didn't like it. Yeah, so he still hates it. That's right, but I, I yeah. do kind of agree with him that the woke generation's gone too far. That we're going to have to go back to Generation have X they, because we we grew up. It may have taken us a bit of time. So in the eighties, we may have had some few sort of racist notions left over from our parents. Maybe I don't know, 
but then as we grew up we've we've grown up very anti-racist anti uh, misogynist or I don't think mean? it's gone far enough we're, uh, we're we're feminists and we we respect all like colours creeds I don't think social justice has gone far enough I won't be happy until everything is cancelled and you can't say anything at all what like the end of the world yeah you can't say nothing anymore nothing no jokes you can't joke about anything at all but what, the word woke is already a joke it became a joke almost instantly it's ridiculous it's uh it in itself is what's it called cultural appropriation of Afro-Americanisms to be, f- to be fair my parents aren't racist so I don't know why I said that but they do come from a time where they said they said more slightly slightly more racist th- sounding things as now a- these days but they're not actually they're not racist in the slightest so their generation's actually okay as well but our generation is a bit more with well, it um, as I'm saying this I'm staring at Chris because I know liberal. he's got a lot to say about wokeness he's woke because look at the way he's smiling about the fact that he's a big Glinner supporter I'm not a big Chappelle supporter. <laughs> he doesn't like trans people. <laughs> he hates trans. Come on, <laughs> spit it out, you hates, Hugh Cow. Gay traffic he doesn't lights. like Hugh Cow trans. Hates gay traffic women so they can lactate and trans <laughs> in women's clubs. <laughs> Like men that pretend to be women so they can get erections around <laughs> in going to women's bathrooms and get hard on. What? <laughs> That's what you do, Chris. <laughs> what? It's simple work. What's the matter, Chris? Scared of being cancelled? Talking oh, of cancelled, yeah. right. simple work. All right. He's I watched the Dave Chappelle times. thing and I was. Yeah, let's talk I'll, Dave Chappelle. I was. I was surprised there wasn't outrage about the the Jewish jokes. Yeah, space Jews. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought when I watched. Did you? But th- I think you he's think doing it so explicitly like that that people know pointing out because people know it's a joke. Oh, of course, and that sets the tone for everything there are. Indeed, yeah, yeah. No, I, I knew it was a joke. I'm, I wasn't outraged in any way whatsoever. I um, like the Kendall Jenner joke where he says, "Woman of the Year." She's only been a woman yeah. for like a year. Yeah, that she's never had funny. a period. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, no, because people say, "Oh, it wasn't that far." I thought it was well funny. I, I don't, I don't. It's very good, very clever. He's very, he's very clever. He does, uh, well, yeah, he does that quite clever storytelling thing. I it was well I structured. Was, I think yeah. I thought it was funnier than that. Much funnier than that was Muppets Haunted Mansion on Disney Plus. That is yeah. really funny. Where Gonzo has to stay the night in a haunted mansion, but Gonzo is not scared by anything, right? And he thinks so. He's meant to go to the Muppets party. But then he... I watched this now you've seen it because I was going to watch it last night. Oh, you've seen it? No, I was going to watch it oh, last I fell night. Asleep, it was brilliant. I fell asleep. Like it was quite funny. What so I saw. Gonzo, uh, basically, he's going to go to the Muppets party, but he uh, gets an offer to stay at. Uh, well, his his mate with him thinks it's like a celebrity party. But Gonzo keeps telling him it's not, like the shrimp thing. And he keeps telling him it's like you have to spend a night in a haunted mansion. If you spend there, you win all this money. So he goes in the mansion, right? And no one ever survives. No one ever comes out. But the best thing about it is Gonzo does not give a fuck when he's in there. And there's like the scariest shit meant to be, obviously, kicking off in this mansion. Yeah. And he all thinks it's like some kind of game and that. And he's going, oh, that's great. And he's going, oh, that. And they're like getting all pissed off that they can't scare him over anything. Fucking classic. The voices are a little bit different in this, though. Now, obviously, it's all different people. Is playing it them, but scarier it's really than a frog fucking a pig? Uh, no, but it's it's scarier than Halloween Kills because we also watched that in the week. Oh yeah, uh, that's the new sequel to Halloween. And I will say about that film, I think it's quite good. Yeah, it's because it's a bit silly, it's a bit it, fun, but it's not. It's not really. It's not. The thing I like about it though, it's follows straight off from the last one, film, and also everybody knows who Michael Myers is in this. They're all trying to stop him, but he's like unstoppable. 
He's just the machine, like it's Jason. Bourne. It's ridiculous, but even it's those ridiculous. ridiculous slasher films, you want someone. There needs to be someone to root for, like someone to care about, and there's just no one. It's like just yeah, just waiting for everyone to die. And like, who dies? All oh, right, worth a watch. You don't. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to say one other thing about outrage culture that come up popped up this week was Strictly Come Dancing star Tilly Ramsey has criticised the radio host for calling her a chubby little thing. That's the LBC guy. Yeah, yeah he looks like LBC a massive. He looks like a Burns victim. Like he got. Um, Burnt in the fork, but maybe he said it in a nice way. Oh, she's a chubby little thing. Yeah, but I'm saying these are the outrage of like this. Um, what's it? Gordon Ramsay's daughter. He must have worked really hard to get where she is now as an influencer. And um, these uh, trans people being outraged that uh, Dave Chappelle has um, made is- jokes about him. But there's like there's a, a worldwide pandemic on. There's people dying. Yeah, there's all exactly. sorts it's of all things. Bullshit. The world's ending, and the biggest outrage but is it's this, not, is it? This silly it's just little... stories, distractions of in course, the Sun yeah, newspaper. Yeah, I understand and that, yeah. It's all bullshit. It's not really, like you there. just said. Yeah. So it's not. It's nothing. It's nothing. Okay, but it's safe to talk about in a podcast. Not really, because then you're just part of the whole thing. I know, talking yeah. about that yeah, as well. Yeah, I know. But then we get more listeners. We'd be popular. Why would you want to do? You put I hashtags in no, there. I don't care about that. I don't. I do. I want to be famous. Oh, you're pathetic. You're and then I want to be cancelled. It's horrible. I like being in the, this boutique. You're 50 years old, man. It's 50 year old. Talking about <laughs> stuff late. like. I know time's rack. running out. Yes. It's for you young whippersnappers. Exactly. That's the thing you people... think you've still got enough time to make it, but I'm telling you, you're not going to make man. it. I'm like the old man 42. on the squid game. Johnny's got about <laughs> got four old, more yeah. slice of life left in him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, if you, I'm like an, an old oak tree or redwood that you're cutting off, and you think he had no more rings left. Uh, I need the hits on Instagram. We need to talk about culture wars. <laughs> so that is something we, Greg's going to do now because I'll be talking uh, about in the week. I'll tell you one other thing uh, I did no, watch. I've done too much today. We'll uh, save it. No, no, we're not saving it. One other thing I did watch, but it's not out yet, and it's the trailer for that Beatles Get Back film by Peter Jackson. Oh, yeah, I want to watch in that. four parts, and that looks the fucking yeah, looks well good. Someone uh, yeah. came in the shop and they said, I'm getting Disney Plus just to get that. And when I watched the trailer, it's so cleaned up as well. Yeah. It, looks re- it looks new. It looks like it's only just mm. been filmed. Obviously, he's done that is magic on it mm. he hasn't just because didn't he do that the war thing they shall not grow old yeah. and he used all the AI stuff on all the footage to colour it up put sound in it yeah. and I tell He's you what that. if there's a behind the scenes of this of how he made it he has definitely done that on this it all looks HD it's like HD but 60 yeah, brand new 60, 70s HD yeah, like, it's weird. Well, 70s clothes but brand new yeah. so it's, it's definitely done something with it like they did with the so anyway, first one yeah, check shit. that trailer out for Get Back if you haven't seen it Chris and, the clothes uh, probably were brand new at the time, though. Well, yeah, but it wouldn't have looked that good Talking now, I don't war, think. Forgotten Battle's really good as well. On, what was uh, that? I, enjoy, I quite enjoyed that on Netflix. Not I've really, seen that. Not yeah, really good. That. Good. Yeah. I'd say good. You have a little chat about that then. Go on. Dutch, Dutch, yeah, Dutch, sec- uh, Dutch Second World War film. It's up there with sort of like Black... Have you seen Black Books? No, or Black no. Book, which which is the comedy thing with thinking Dylan Black Moran. Books. Black Books. Black Book. The Black Book, I think it's called. With Carrie's Van Outen. She's the one who gets her tits out in... Uh, Game of Thrones. Tits. She, she plays the red lady. She's got cracking tits. How oh, many yeah. she got? She gets huh? How many tits she got? Just the two. Oh, what, the, young, the younger. She's not, it's not like a total recall thing. Huh? The old red lady. She's not. No, not. Yeah, not the old one. The one she's young. Oh, she's young, but she's yeah. even younger in this. Oh, so she's got tits, birds. This is from two thousand. You like him younger? This is, <laughs> she's not that young. That Fuck me. She's, she's about thirty in the film. So like, yeah. Um, she's ten years younger. Two thousand and five. Two thousand six. I think it's Black Book. We're not talking about Black Book anyway. Forgotten Battle, but it's Dutch. That's the link. Paul, that's that's uh, Paul Verhoeven did uh, Black Black Book. Paul Verhoeven did Black Book. You know did. You know, Paul Verhoeven, the Robocop, no. and Robocop, Total Recall. Oh, yeah, Ver- yes, yes. Verhoeven. Verho- Verhoeven. Paul Verhoeven. Verhoeven. Shut you don't know. You can't talk. Shut up. 
Can't talk. You're can't Verhoeven, talk. mate. Sound like Verhoeven, a bar. Mate. Get it right. Verhoeven, Verhoeven. He says Verhoeven. Um, he's not German. So that's good. Any? Uh, um, so yeah, Forgotten Battles good. Yes, yeah, it's got a thingy in it. Tom Felton. Is it Tom Felton the one uh, thingy? Draco Malfoy. Oh, I'd have to watch it then if he's in it. Because <laughs> yeah. he, he looks old as fuck. Well, that brings us on to guess what's twenty years old this week. There's a couple of birthdays this week. Guess what's twenty years old. You're never going to forget. Uh, you will. Guess what's 20 years old uh, this week? Twin Towers. Two Towers. Well, that was a clue. The, you the, said Draco Malfoy, so have a guess what's 20 oh, years old. Harry Potter. Yeah, the first Harry Potter yes. film is now 20 years old. Can yeah. you believe oh, that? Yeah, I can believe it. You look how fucking old they look. And to celebrate uh, on the podcast this week, we thought we could see who can do the best impression of Hagrid from the Harry Potter. Harry, Harry, Harry Potter? You're a gay lord, Harry. Harry? Greg's already begun. So oh, the winner will win. Lord, uh, winner will win my. Uh, uh, I've not seen it, and isn't, isn't that a turf film? What's a turf? Like garden turf. Something about feminism the, the winner against trans. The winner will win this signed, uh, not signed, sorry, this uh, official, because I went to the Harry Potter world at Warner Brothers Studios and picked up this official Harry Potter bottle oh, opener. Oh, shut up. Can we get on with the impressions So then? the winner will win the official Harry Potter bottle opener. And we're going to start with Chris, not you. So Chris. Harry. Here we go. Harry, don't you go down there and play with those wizards once. You want to stay up here in the thicket, boy, and learn your spells. Beware, Harry. Beware, Harry Potter. <laughs> Very good, Chris. Uh, Greg, do you want to do your, Harry, your Hagrid? You're a gay lord, Harry. I'm, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you, but you're a gay lord, Harry. Now you've got to suck my giant Hagrid cock. See if you can fit it all in your mouth. Yeah, that's a no, no, very good. The gay one. Uh, Johnny? There are only two genders, Harry. You can't change sex, Harry. <laughs> Very good. I think uh, Johnny and Chris win that round. <laughs> so uh, the other thing that's uh, old <laughs> this week that I was trying to say, another thing that's its birthday this week, and I think we can do some of our memories of that and do our best impression of that as well, is... Oh, wait a minute, though. Oh. Can I just say, I was obviously as an advantage there because um, my uncle... Uncle Neil, he was a body double for Hagrid, um, for with Robbie Coltrane, but it was also um, James Bayfield, the old England rugby player, and they ended up doing using the footage that he was in, so he never got, although he did the bits. A bit like never, Greg. I was just going to say, Chris, you can stop doing the voice now. Hey, I can't help it now. So the the other the other thing that was um, so I saw the guy I was in oh. Ladies in Lavender with today. He's working McDonald's, and I mentioned the fact I was like, oh, I watched Ladies in Lavender again. I really was in Charles fuck Dance. all of it. Huh? No, Charles Dance. Dance. no, yeah, no, Mark, Mark Wiltshire. He was and yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, you got fucking loads of screen time. He's like, yeah, not bothered. Anyway, are you keeping all right? Yeah, yeah. He probably hasn't thought like, about yeah. it for a long no, time. Yeah, and I'm like, he's like, you're still bitter about it. it. Twenty years on, second time, he's like, what? I was like, I forgot. I forgot. He must have thought, that. He must thought you had some kind of brain yeah, injury. Like, oh, that film. I forgot about that. I'm I'm still, like, what? You're still talking Stop about crying, it. Greg. Have a nugget. <laughs> You've got like twenty seconds of screen time. Have a nugget. And he goes, and he, and he got more money than me. No shit. He, he was in more scenes. To be fair, yeah. I didn't see more days. He got 140 quid. A little, if like, you want a little quick geography, I've got like 60 quid, I if you want a quick geography quiz, I did see something today. I thought it was quite interesting. Uh, can you name the countries that are in Great Britain? <coughs> Scotland, yeah, all Scotland, of them. Wales. Go on then. All of them. What the one? The ones in the? Oh no, United Kingdom's different from Great Britain, is it? So what's in Great Britain? Uh, Scotland, England, England and Wales. Wales. Yeah. Scotland. Oh, right, you did fall for it. Then United Kingdom adds Northern Ireland. Yeah. And then the British Islands includes yeah. those That's and Ireland. What? 
Uh, we'll so, United Kingdom is Scotland, yeah. Wales, yeah. England, Northern yeah. Ireland, then the British Jersey, Islands. The British yeah. Islands. With Ireland, with Ireland, Ireland as well. No. Oh. Isle of Man. Isle of Man. Yeah, Isle of Man. Isle of Wight. Shetland. No. Jersey. Yeah. And Guernsey. Gibraltar. Guernsey. Guernsey. Oh, well, that leads on quite And then Bri- the British Isles then includes Ireland. That's a good quiz. Well, that leads on absolutely perfectly when you said yeah. Jersey. Good, good mini quiz. To another big birthday this week. And I think I can give you a clue when I just hum this uh, this tune. Dun, I think. Dun, dun. Yes. So. For our listeners out there who probably don't know what we're humming. Bergerac. Bergerac. Bergerac is a British crime drama television series set in Jersey. It ran from the 18th of October 1981 to the 26th of December 1991. Starring John Produ- Nettles. Produced by the BBC Association with Australian Seven Network. First screen on BBC One. It stars John Nettles as the title character Jim Bergerac. Not to be confused with Stinging. Who is initially a detective sergeant in Le Bureau de Estrangers, the foreigner's office, uh, a fictional department dealing with non-Jersey residents within the states of Jersey police, but later leaves the force and becomes a private investigator. Um, Celia Emery's in that as well. He's an alcoholic and divorced father of a young daughter. DS Jim Bergerac was a true maverick who prefers doing things his own way and consequently doesn't always carry out his investigations the way his boss would like. He went on to, uh, and he carried on his work in Midsummer Murders. He's, but Jim Bergerac carried on working in he certainly mids- did. Midsummer. So the one of the first things I'd like to do in honour of Bergerac, uh, this may work, it may not, but in honour of Bergerac being 40 years old, is one of our own scenes from... Bergerac. Uh, I will be playing John Nettles, Detective Sergeant Jim Bergerac, of course. Uh, Greg will be playing Terence Alexander uh, Hungerford. Uh, sh- uh, Johnny will Sorry? be playing Terence Alexander Hungerford. No, Ter- <laughs> the actor Terence Alexander who played Hungerford in oh, right, Bergerac. Okay. Um, Ooh, just to, just to be just to be completely transparent, I've never You're watched Bergerac. The actor <laughs> plays the character. <laughs> right. Just, no, just to be completely transparent, I've never seen Bergerac. Uh, well, that's great because you'll be playing Sean Arnold, who played uh, who acted as Barney Crozier <laughs> in Bergerac. <laughs> and the character. And Chris <laughs> to play the actor that plays. <laughs> Motivation to play you'll the actor. Be playing, what were you thinking um, that day when he was playing that Annette, part? Annette Badland, you'll be Annette Badland, who played Charlotte in Bergerac. Oh, can I be her? So yeah, we all probably fun. remember all these characters. Oh, they're quite big. So we'll start with the scene. I've never seen it. And it's with uh, Detective Sergeant Jim Bergerac and Hungerford, and they're talking when Barney. This is a scene where Barney I'm comes in, right? Yeah, you're Hungerford, of course. <laughs> Hungerford. You alright, boss? What's, what's going on, boss? Okay, that's enough of that. That's the end of that. It won't work. Right. Um, this week, Greg also watched the Squid Game because oh, you, he fell asleep during it and he didn't understand that. We can do spoilers, spoilers on this now because it's all over. Yeah. He didn't know the bit. He fell asleep with the bit where the old man was actually know, part yeah. of the Squid Game. Uh, at, the end, at the end, you find out the old man who's been it all the way through was one of the people that watched the Squid Game. He was part of it. He got bored, so he decided to go into the Squid Game, but he was never going to die because they didn't pick him for anything. The guy finds the card and meets him in the hospital bed, who also plays the game of... What's that game called? Uh, he started the game. What do you mean? He started the game. He started the games, did yeah. he? Oh, yeah. He began... The old man started the games, oh, and he went in to feel alive again. Right, yeah, he actually yeah. began and thought yeah, of these games. Yeah, he was, part, he was part of the group. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah. Sort of. He's one of the Animal face, animal mask people. Yeah, but he, going, he took his mask off and went into the game because he yeah. said they yeah. wanted to yeah, see I that. it. Oh, I saw that. I know that. But he actually yeah. did start it. it you mean like... he created the game? Yeah, yeah. He, he, was part of the... he was the boss man, but, yeah. did he, but he did actually start them. He, he knew get... he was dying, and he, he didn't get the games handed down to him by someone else, though. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> but it's all foreign. Yeah, to me. There yeah. are two 
two classic scenes in uh, the Squid Game, and w- we wanted to do an improv this week was a little bit different because Greg's going to play both the characters, and <laughs> Greg's challenge for the week was to watch the Squid Game, to watch these two scenes he fell asleep in. So uh, the first scene is the guy with the red hair. What's the guy with the red hair called? Like the main character in it? Oh, he's what the thingy. guy with the red hair. He's got red hair at the very fucking end. Well, he's, he's got, got red hair at the end. So anyone that's seen this will know. The main There's a scene yeah. with the main character and the old man, and they're playing marbles. Uh, odds and evens and he's tricking the old man and the old man's pretending he doesn't know he's being tricked and in the end you, the old they man all, gets shot they all play different games of the marbles don't they but they're, yeah. they're just playing odds and evens, odds aren't and they? evens. Yeah, yeah. But so uh, let's begin that first scene I think I'll his name is Siong isn't it Siong okay. is the young guy so we'll count is that his character or yeah the character's the name is yeah. Siong take a breath you don't have to rush it I'll count and the old guy is called Owil Nam in it okay whatever okay so let's this is stupid I just did a throwaway fucking impression of it the other day and he thought it was funny so I've now got to do a whole bit and I'm just going to yeah, ruin yeah. ruin what I did the other day by doing a shit exactly, bit exactly yeah. you can't ruin it believe in yourself you can't, yourself, you can't, ruin, it, yeah. you can't <laughs> ruin what's not been recorded <laughs> believe in yeah. yourself believe in yourself okay okay I'll do it as I remember it and action hey old man ever play odds and evens oh I think I remember that game from when I was young okay so yeah you go first old man Okay. Oh, look, I won. Oh, okay. Play again, old man. Oh, you win again. Oh, my God. If he keeps winning, I'm going to die. Beginner's luck, I guess. But you did say you said you played it when you were young. Oh, that's... Oh, God, did my voice... Fred? <laughs> we are back home. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we are like Gabnu. Or whatever, yeah. Um... Uh, what's the other guy? What happens then? Yes, I won. <laughs> no, what, what does he do? Okay, he keeps winning, doesn't he? Yes, I won. I, I he keeps winning. He's, he's, he's like, oh god, you keep winning. Ah, uh, what guy? Um, uh, I'm gonna go for a walk, <laughs> and then he just goes wandering off, doesn't he? And he's like, hey, old man, what are you doing? Come back! Oh, this old man, he's gonna be the death of me, or whatever. And then, yeah, and then the old man gets shot. NC. Like. <laughs> the second scene Greg watched this week was the final most emotional scene of the Squid Game where he meets the old man in the hospital bed after receiving the card and then confronts him about the games and the old man's talking about the drunk guy out the window and they have a final bet. Uh, begin scene. <laughs> so, what? You what? You were doing the Squid Games all along? Oh, no, he doesn't know that, though, does he? I don't think so. Uh, does, he find, does he tell him that? Um, hey, why don't you have a bet? Hey, you earned the money. You deserve that money. Hey, you see that guy on the street? I bet you that someone doesn't come to help him and he just dies. Oh, yeah. I fancy him. Ch- those odds. By I'll take that bet. By midnight. By, by midnight, you say? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take those odds. Uh, oh, look. Someone did save him. And then the old man dies. And now I'm dead. You get all the money. Oh, I was the lead. I did the squid games. I was the lead. I did it. I started it. And scene. And then, and then you see oh. the brother. Like, oh no, yeah, we did it. Very good. That, that was, was really good. good. Yeah. Very well but done. You know the first squid. The, the point is just. Oh, it's just a silly to dub it voices. Is the point? Oh, yeah. It wasn't really. No, the, it's very, yeah, we got that. We got that. I just can't. I wonder how good it was the other day. It must have been amazing. <laughs> but the, um, it was better than that. Oh, I imagine so. I did it much better. I imagine the other so. Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's never going to be the same. All again. right, let's move on. Forming monkey. Let's do it now. Right, move on, move but on. But you know, in the Squid Game, where <laughs> the first game, where it's but it's done by a, a 
a doll that moves around yeah. and they have to move yeah, that yeah. game. That's an actual uh, what's their name? That's an actual game you used oh, to play yeah. in the playground. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what's yeah. the wolf one, isn't it? No, what's the time? It's the wolf. Yeah, what's the time? It's the wolf. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I saw there was a thing like a headline, newspaper headline: uh, children are actually playing the squid game at school. And I was like, Yeah, I know. Yeah. We used to play it at school. <laughs> but the actual the squid <laughs> games, no, no, no. the actual squid games, only the game at the end, isn't at it? With end, all the yeah, fucking yeah. weird drawings and shit. Yeah, no. But what they what they were fucked up hopscotch, a really complicated hopscotch. Yeah, which they described at the beginning, but apparently that's a load of bullshit. Yeah, or it's like they've just made that up for the but show. What they were showing in the new in the tabloid newspapers was a kid up against the wall, like covering their eyes, while other kids were walking up, shooting. Which them. is yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kids walking around wearing hoodies, shooting each other. We're playing Squid you need, Game. You need, you need to stop reading tabloid newspapers. I don't read them. I just see them as I go around. That's what they're there for. But, yeah, well, but I will say, got a letter home this week, and there will uh, be a HG, about your son to be a HGV driver watching uh, mentioning the squid game and playing the squid game games in the park and maybe parents should be aware that their children could be watching material that's not because i think it was like um some of the real young age groups that were playing this as well yeah but it's mr wolf and what you call what's the time mr wolf yeah yeah but they were playing they were referring to it as the squid game it's funny yeah. they dress up in red and green like max and then walk around with masks on going Bloop. Shooting each other. I, I like the way the school's really concerned. They the send a letter home game. about that, but they probably don't send letters home saying, "Oh, by the way, you know the phone your kids got? Yeah, you can see the most disgusting hardcore porn on it. Anything he wants to see, but uh, yeah, just don't let him watch the Squid Game, though." Yeah, it's like what yeah. the fuck? Get your priorities right. Come on, guys. Did you give you? Did you give? Your kids' hardcore porn on their phone. Yeah, cool. well, with school. Well, I, other, I haven't got other people's no, kids. Not my kid, other, other people's, people's kids. kids. What are you doing to that squid game? Let's move on from that because I, I don't want to talk about stuff like that. Anyway, let's move on to something a bit more serious subject. Uh, what is a good quality shower gel for a real man to use? <laughs> Mint and tea tree sauce. <laughs> makes, your Africa. Bo- makes your bollocks tingle. Something yeah. abrasive. No. <laughs> I think we've all. I think we've all something said something with, about ourselves. Something with, uh, lager, <laughs> yeah, lager, acid. <laughs> so I tell you acid. what, I saw this week. Rust. There was a there was a Chinese artist who, to make a protest against waste, he got these granules of gold. So they all look like rice grains and then hidden around the city in different places. Some he threw in the river and whatever. And I think he spent like several hundred thousand pounds on all this gold and everyone's like going you've literally wasted more he was going because his idea was he's he's demonstrating the wastefulness of society and like people and so he's getting rid of something that's genuinely got value but yeah but artists are dickheads aren't they yeah i I posted a few things on the group like for example there was an art piece called fixation where a uh, Russian artist and political protester Peter Pavlensky uh, kneeled in the middle of Red Square in 2013 naked and took a crucifixion-style nail and nailed his scrotum into the paving stones to symbolise the passive nature of his country's people. I just wanted to say, just just briefly, because you've mentioned artists, so it just reminded me of the, that billion-dollar code thing again, because they were actually quite cool artists. Because you know, say about artists being all pretentious and fucking... Dicky and that, like, but they were actually. Oh, it's definitely a spectrum. But they were actually, they were actually pretty. They were cool. Like, when they and they sort of flipped and went into obviously tech and stuff. But they were too naive to deal with the business people. But I was gonna, what I was going to say though was the he goes. There was a quote he says in it in the in the thing. 
in the dramatization of it, he says, people always go, oh, do you remember where you were when the Twin Towers happened or when Kennedy was shot? And people go, oh, I can always remember that and that. And he goes like, I can't fucking remember where I was then, but I'll always remember the day when Google Earth was announced like on two, <laughs> in 2005 when he, like, all that millions. Well, I bet he was, it was like, off him. Two, yeah, it's nine, they, they lost out on like 900 million or something. Yeah, like, yeah. At least Jerry a Anderson. billion maybe. Like, yeah, off, Jerry, off that <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Jerry Anderson. I, do, do you remember? I just like I just like to say one other thing. So we're talking oh. about talking about another performance artist. It's probably a callback um, to Chris's friend. It was Vito uh, Assonici's Seed Bed. It was described as, or he named it. And he did in 1972. Aconici built a ramp into a studio, climbed under the floorboards, and masturbated for eight hours a day while people walked across the ramp and listened to him monologuing his sexual fantasies about them over a microphone. Dave. Oh, what was <laughs> is it Dave? <laughs> BMX I'm bars. so proud of him. <laughs> but my, my, my favourite <laughs> performance artist that I read about, um, she did a piece called Being Green, and it was in 2009, artist Jess Dobkin painted herself green from head to toe put on a Kermit the Frog collar and had her assistant, dressed as Jim Henson, fist her on stage while she lip-synced to It's Not Easy Being Green. My favourite latest artist is called Salt Bay and he started a fake <laughs> restaurant where he charges £8,000 for a steak and people pay for it. Cover it in gold. It's just a steak he's brought from Asda and just puts a load of salt on it. Yeah, made for Gemma, Gemma Collins. Uh, it's just made for people from uh, Made in Church, like all those, those dickheads, all the, the Towie. Well, Gemma Collins, I think, had the gold burger... Chelsea lot um, and she spent £1,000 on her meal and then she got such a backlash off of Twitter that oh she donated all her bras to charity she goes oh yeah put in put in GC's mouth yeah put in my mouth darling is that how you do it yeah do it oh god have you seen the video it's all oh god I feel like I have now that was amazing oh, I don't entertain that stuff I don't let put it even in GC's mouth darling yeah and then, but then she did moan yeah and she died, yeah, gave a load of bras or whatever a massive stupid bras to starving kids who, who are they going to fit can you imagine if you ever had sex with her and she talks about herself in the third person while you're having sex with her as well oh god like get it in GC's <laughs> arse don't talk like that nah, as well come on oh. uh, let's, next week we can talk about Greg's CV that his mum helped him write when he was young <laughs> <laughs> and she put loads of stickers on it and stuff I, I reckon there's a copy of it somewhere but this week we're going to move straight on to the brown bear now I think Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Brown Bear Comedy Club. Uh, tonight we are in Whitchurch, well, near Whitchurch in Hardwick, and we are at the Beggar and the Bull Public House. Uh, lovely for you all to come along. We've got some great acts here this evening. It's a few pub acts. We've got a few new guys, a few old guys, uh, but just comedy, just great. Just a good night of comedy, really. So that's what we're here for. And uh, that's what you like. That's what I like. I'm your compare. Uh, if you haven't seen me before, my name is Mike Stephen Compare. I do a lot of these shows up and down the country. And some of the stuff I like to do is uh, not really take the limelight away from the acts and do jokes first. I just like to bring them on and go one after the other. So please put your hands together for our first act and give a lovely warm welcome to Johnny Ribena, the Bard from Pub. Thanks, Mike. Oh, fantastic. Hear ye, hear ye. Kanye Murray West has changed his name to Ye. Oh yeah, just Ye. Okay, maybe Y would have been a better name. You can't keep up with the Kardashians, artist formerly known as Kanye. Nice and easy does it every time. Contrarian Kanye, sorry, no, yeah, I meant Ye. Say my name, I didn't mean Ale Bumbaye. Oh yeah, sometimes changing your name does mean something. Okay, but on this occasion, 
I hope he's okay. He's got a million dollars a month in child support to pay. In other news this week, making the case for investment in Britain, Boris Johnson adapted the greed is good credo of Gordon Gecko to a room full of lizards. Green is good. Green is right. Green works, he said. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that green, for the lack of a better word, is good. Green clarifies, cuts through and captures the essence of the evolutionary spirit. Green in all its forms. Green for life, for money, for love, knowledge. Has marked the upward surge of mankind. So should we vote green or continue to vote for green greed? A greedy wolf in green clothing, pretending that you are in their pack, in a pack room that you were not invited to. Boris doing his best Billy Bunter impression for the billionaires to bamboozle and befuddle. Boris famously said that wind farms couldn't blow the skin off a rice pudding. That should put a watermelon smile on those piccaninnies. So essentially, the only cure Ooh. for the results of free market capitalism is an opportunity for free market capitalism in a giant green neon letters. Green is a greedy colour, filthy lucre, a far cry from Greta Thunberg singing Never Gonna Give You Up while Boris Rick rolls a nation. The great conservative con job, the same conservatives that cut the amount of cops, but as soon as one of their lot literally suffers the effects of cuts, they resign more cops. Boris famously said fuck business and blame business for the low wages and the mess we're in, but now expects business to side with him and fix the mess we're in. How encouraging. Presumably any success we see will be down to him and not them and vice versa should the reverse occur. I'm sure this has occurred to the greedy gathered consortium of long pigs, more equal than anyone else on earth. Bill Gates seemed to realise in real time, in real terms, he is dealing with a toad of toad hall that will never face charges at all for crashing a country up against the wall. In other news, the NHS are running hot this winter, which should keep the heating bills down. We can always clap for warmth while the doomsday clocks tick away, hotter than an ostrich's head, insulated in sand any day. Welcome to the crumble times. How can we tweet while our beds are burning? We didn't start the fire. The gas was too expensive. Star Wars, Culture Wars, Dave Chappelle's Transformers, Big Farmer, Pig Farmers, Proformers, No Drivers, Dalai Lama, Snake Charmers, Obama, Rama, Trump, Biden, Right Palava. Is Idris Elba the next Elvis 007? Wouldn't that be karma? Please give us a click in the arse. We need the followers. Who writes these things? Anti-vax, anti-fax, anti-for anoraks, Boris Bollocks bullshit, selling off the knickknacks, Cummings going, Hancock's back, he's a dirty little sod, so Africa, Africa said fuck that. Now Hancock hops on his soapbox with Rupert Huck to say MPs shouldn't be attacked. Fancy that. And now the weather, it's fucked. I've been uh, Johnny Rabin of the Bard from Pubs. Thank you very much. Oh, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he, he mocked up a bit saying his name at the end there. Sorry about that. I didn't realise he was a lefty. Uh, sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We don't worry about any lefties back here, uh, back in again. But uh, let's move on to our next act this evening, ladies and gentlemen. So please put your hands together and give a wonderful warm welcome to his little bit, a little bit special, a little bit magic, if you like that sort of thing. Ladies and please put your hands together. Warm welcome, Mr. Dave Presto. Dave Presto. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Um, Second time of doing stand-up comedy with my musical act here, and as I do every act, I'll donate this performance to Linda um, Glitter, my partner in crime who sadly passed away. Anyway, comedy though this time. Last time, I was neither here nor there, but I hope I, I, I can give you a good feel of, of both. So some hearty laughs. Um, so I noticed today that the first successful pig to human uh, kidney transplant took place and it got me thinking that if, you know, I know they've done hearts, now they've done kidneys, I'd love a set of trotters. 
because you would then wouldn't need any shoes. You'd just be able to walk around, not have to worry about socks and that. And then think that that, that benefits spreading through humanity. It'd be fantastic. Um, okay, right. A bit. Let me fall back on the magic for a little bit. Um, remember last week I tried to get in the box, couldn't quite get in the box. This week I can get in the box. So if I come up here, sir, you in the hat, could you come forward, please? Sir, in the hat with your cigarette? Yeah, uh, yeah okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, if you could just come forward, please. And um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you the funniest joke I know. <laughs> While this gentleman... Uh-oh. Uh, what's your name, sir? Oh, uh, uh, it's Greg. Greg, well, this gentleman, Greg. Um, it's rare you don't often see like fifty-year-old men with baseball caps on. But um, <laughs> whoa, I'm like forty-two. Well, you carry it off well. And some <laughs> prostitutes think I'm thirty. He's got it backwards. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, um, as you can see, I've got this sort of cloak, and I'll just fold that into the back of the box. And then, if you could just do these cuffs up at the back of my, yeah. 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 Yep, thank yep. you very much. If you've done them up, and I shall slip into this box. If you just slam it closed on my head, and I will begin. By the time I get to the punchline of the funniest joke I know, I'll be out of the box. Slam it. Thank you. Why was he making? <laughs> And she only charged me seven quid. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you. Um, anyway, as you notice, I have got a long um, sort of tail to this this dress jacket I have. It's because I can manage to keep all different types of birds and animals in here. You've often seen us pull out a rabbit, a hare, a dove, a um, another white sort of like cockatiel, anything like that, stoat. Um, I tell you what, though, I'll come round. Um, you at the back in the um, in your prison tracksuit, sir. Um, Me. You, yes, sir. Um, I tell you what, if you can say how many doves are in my coat, I'll let you have both of them. If you can correctly say, only kidding, um, only kidding, I'm only kidding. But if you come up with me, so I've got, a, oh. I've got a joke Oops, for you. So I've got a trick I want you to do. So as like I say, Linda Glitter was who I um, dedicate every performance to. But there was one trick that Linda and I never managed to complete. Um, it was a trick so dangerous and deadly that it was said. It should never be tried. Well, I tell you what, I've been practising bloody hard and I think I can do it. And I'd like to do it for you guys. I'd like to do it for Linda Glitter. Sir, come with me up onto the stage. Oh, I'm a bit nervous now. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, come up. Oh. Now, if you can just stand there against the wall, I'm just oh. going to put... This is a blindfold. All right. So, <laughs> the, so nobody Tickles. knows because people might say that we were tricking them. So I'm just going to tie this around your head, sir, and if you stay perfectly still until I talk to you. Now, it's very important that people only hear my voice here. So anyone in the audience, no going for the toilet, no going up to the bar for the next, I'd say, like, minute and a half while 
I conduct this performance. Thank you. And what's your name, sir? John. So John the Target, we'll call him. <laughs> John Omid. is going to catch the bullet in his teeth. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? <laughs> yeah, John. Yeah. <laughs> I'll come up and talk some... I'll give you a bit of advice in a minute, but I'm oh. just going to put on a bit of performance. I'll just stand here. It's, it's a quite a simple one. Everybody, this has never been performed, and this is actually how I lost my partner, Linda Glitter. Um, but like I say, I've been practising, and I've, I've realised it's more about the person delivering it than it is the person receiving it. So I'll come up to you, John. Uh-huh. John, just, just like, honestly... The moment you hear a bang, it's a joke, isn't it? Just puff, puff your cheeks out. All right, that's all you do. My face cheeks. Just puff your cheeks out. That's it. Yeah. Okay. Can I have silence, please, everybody? There we go. Thank you. Have silence, please, everybody. As you can see, John is still stood prone against the wall, and not a sound coming out of his mouth. John. Lean forward, please, and spit into my mouth what you have in your... Spit into my hand, sorry. <laughs> spit into my mouth. Can you spit into my mouth what you have in your mouth, please? <laughs> Thank you very much. There we go. The four-bullet mouth trick. It It's not even worked with one before, and there we are. We've just done four. Thank you very much. Um... I was going to do a bit more table work, but I don't think my material is strong enough for that, so I'm going to leave now. Thank you very much. Good evening. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That was Dave Presto, a wonderful magician there, and some of the most amazing things, like the prestige. You've never seen anything like that before. Absolutely wonderful stuff. Uh, that was Dave Presto, magician extraordinaire. We've got a couple more acts here this evening. Uh, this, The next act is someone you may have seen before. He's been on the circuit a long time, and he's not been on TV for a long, long time. Uh, but he's back, and he wants to start again, so you may recognise the name. Please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome to Mr. Phil Cool. <laughs> Phil Cool, ladies and gentlemen. Phil Cool, where's he been? That's right. It's me, Phil Cool. I'm back. I'm back again, the man of the funny faces. I had a series called Cool It. Don't know if anyone watched this in 1985. But I've come back with some new material. And I'm here again. What would it be like if Prince Charles met Frank Bruno? Perhaps it would be something like this. Frank Bruno. Yeah, I know what I mean, I please. But then what if E.T. turned up as well? God, um, hey, you know what I mean, please, E.T. E.C. That would be very unusual. But then again, what if they're all in hell and the devil was there? <laughs> but then the devil was Mr. Kipling. Hey, I'll make exceedingly small cakes. Hey. Thank you very much. I've been Phil Cool. Good night. Still got it. Thank you, Rosado. That was Phil Cool. He's back. Hopefully, we'll get a new series. He's doing the circuit. 
He's come back. He's come back again. But we have got a lovely act for you tonight, and he is a headliner. Uh, you may not have seen it before. Uh, he's a lovely young man, uh, full of the joys of spring, full of the last. Hopefully, we're doing a series on Netflix, going around the world with his dad soon. If no one's ever done something like that before, but please put your hands together and give a lovely warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Hedges. Brian Hedges. Oh, I'm Brian Hedges. Yes. Good evening. Are you all enjoying yourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Excellent. Okay. Babies. I want to talk about babies. I don't think anyone should celebrate babies being born or any subsequent birthdays. We should wait till they grow up. All kids are cute in the early years, even the super creepy ones. You get the odd ugly baby, sure, but they're still cute compared to what they grow into. Hitler may have been a cute baby, one of Hitler's uncles or something, who didn't necessarily agree with his more extreme political leanings, let's say, may now regret the joy he showed the day Hitler was born, hugging and kissing his sister. Yeah, such a fine cousin for little Gretel to play with. Don't they look cute? I'm so happy for us both, etc. We should only... <laughs> I'm so happy for us both, etc. <clears throat> yeah. We should only celebrate old people's birthdays when they're too old or forgetful to do a beer hall push or whatever. Although saying that, <laughs> old, pe- old people may seem kind of harmless, but I was watching Extreme Judge Rinder the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about this. I was watching Extreme Judge Rinder the other day and this old fella shot his own grandson in the belly with an air rifle mod and the kid slowly died. <laughs> By far the most horrific thing I've seen on daytime TV. But still, that's a lot rarer than high school shootings. <laughs> think about think about all this Columbine think about all the Columbine cunts parents after all that the shame the tragedy etc would be a lot easier to deal with if they could say well at least I never celebrated the cunt's birthday <laughs> oh, <laughs> babies they're either a potential vanity project or at the very least a simple minded carer <laughs> and I mean that's that's all good. I mean I'm looking for a simple-minded carer. Yeah, I mean we've got I've got friends of kids, and I think yeah, I mean at the very least they're looking for a simple-minded carer <laughs> when they're older. If they happen to be intelligent, they're kids, and great. But yeah, you know I mean that's that's a good thing to have. But some people they just want them to be some people just like accidents. Whatever. They- <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't say that about my friend's kids. Is that Brian Hedges? Um, right. <laughs> This can still backfire because they may kill you because they love you too much, like the Indian lady who liked her mum because she uh, who, who liked her mum who killed her mum because she didn't want her to be sad if she killed herself. So this refers to this program. Was it the Pajani, the hanging Pirani Pajani thing or something? <laughs> What's he talking there's a show, about? There's a show. There's a show. There's a show about this Indian family. Okay. They all committed suicide. Like they all died. I oh, know it's the wrong show. <laughs> <laughs> Indian detectives. That was it. Indian detectives. He's got a natural chatty style, Indian, isn't he? <laughs> Indian detectives. There's this. There's this lady. She was well educated and all the rest of it, but she was so in debt and so shamed about her debt that she couldn't kill herself. She was so worried about her brother and her mum. So she loved her mum that much. She stabbed her to death. She stabbed her de- to death. Tried to stab her brother to death. Failed to kill him. And now all her family hate her and want her to be thrown on a train track and everything. So yeah, I mean, that's a bit of a crazy kind of love. What's yeah. The punchline. Um, so so let's not say happy birthday. Let's so let's not say happy birthday. Let us celebrate and say well done so far. Keep it up. Love your work till this point, son, daughter. 
but let's save the real party for when you're dead. Then we know your birth was worth celebrating. That's why I'm glad to know that everyone I know that has died, that I'm close to, is safe as fuck and deserves every birthday celebration they had and still, uh, and still will. And that's why those programs like Killer in the Family or whatever are so funny. They're desperately trying to prove that their wronging of a great granddad didn't smash a copper's head in with a brick on the way back from the mine or the mill or whatever. Tough shit, motherfucker. Too much wasted emotions, time, money and energy on that shit, cunt. They owe you. All that shit was well spent on my kith and kin. I'm good so far. How are you? I've been Brian Hedges. Good night. Well, well, that was amazing stuff there, Brian Hedges. He's he's a bit more in... uh, I think you have to have seen a little bit of Netflix to get his act fully, but <laughs> Brian Hedges is really, really up, up on it. Anyway, Brian Hedges. Ladies and thank you very much for coming tonight. I hope you've enjoyed all the acts. hope you had a lovely evening. Uh, take a safe uh, safe travel home. And remember, the COVID cases are now rising at 50,000 cases per day, so please do not wear masks. Just pretend nothing's happening. Relax, enjoy yourselves, and good night. Bye, everybody. Good night. Thank you. I'll tell you, that did... Uh, that that did actually remind me of one thing we didn't talk about this week on the news the woman that stabbed her gleefully stabbed her husband oh yes I wanted to talk about that she's like yeah I'll do it again I hope he's dead is he not dead I'll do it again I'll kill him Yeah. that was like a really dark comedy sketch the whole thing she's like yeah I stabbed him in the heart although he hasn't got one I love it though and then I stabbed him twice she goes I might go back and do a bit more please please don't do that imagine being the person on the phone he's a devil and he deserves to die imagine being the person on the phone please stop stabbing him now it's like no don't do that it's like why not he's a cunt and when the, pl- the policeman also advised there as well, I-, I-, I honestly advise you to stop talking. She goes, no, I know what I've done. I meant to do it and I want to do it. And if he's still alive, I'll be very upset. Well, we've talked about it now. There you go. Exactly. Thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. That was the Idle Matinee podcast, episode 104. Hope Thank everyone enjoyed it. That's uh, goodbye from me, Barry. That's goodbye from Greg. Au revoir, I've been Gregoire. That's goodbye from Chris. See you later. And that's goodbye from Johnny. Check this out, everybody. This is cool DJ the Red Alert. Even though I'm from the States, a lot of people don't know that I am also a Caribbean descent. That's yes, from Antigua. There's another Caribbean descent. They call Aito. Juanito. 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 Yeah, baby. Yo, this is cool DJ the Red Alert. Check this out. Even though I'm from the States, I also got my background from the Antigua, the West Indies. That's the Caribbean. But there's another person also from the Caribbean. The Juanito. That's right. We know how to make things happen. Let's go. Uh, cool DJ Red Alert Couldn't say my name right And thinks I'm from the Caribbean That's me, Johnny Robina Good night okay. Bye Shanda Paul So me go so then Well I don't really care what people say I don't really watch what them want do Still I got to stick to my girls like glue And I might not play number two All I know the time is just getting jet Need a lot of cheese up in my head Had a lot of dental in my bed To run that real well, I know flick a girl, them on the road, them got the goody, goody. Watching me up, you tell them don't take out the woody, woody. Front way, back way, you cut it, came on up, and show me, show me. Virgin, them want give me, and me up, you took it, took it. Hot girls out the road, I say them, see me, see me. And I tell me, say them have something for give me, give me. How much time I night, them all a dream about the Jimmy, Jimmy. Them a promise, and I tell me, say, you're me, me. But a promise is a compare to a fool, so cool. But they don't know, say that man up, you rule the school. When I pet them, just wet them up, just like a fool. When I dig me, tell me, I feel use up me tool. Well, I don't really care what people say I don't really watch what them want do Still, I got to stick to my girls like glue And I might not play number two All I know this time is just getting jet Need a lot of cheese up in my head Got a lot of dental in my bed To run that real head
can they Want big up them chest But they don't know that to go put their area to that's the best I wouldn't they love it's the sound of all this When I get up in a guy I only girls we are request Just give me the girl them Yo in every minute I'm with it forget the girl them Excuse it and get them regular visit Just give me the girl them Yo them all a pressure me sell it last year me I did up for them off it be them big papa Give me the girl them Half of the chronic we take a drag And I don't mean to brag Every day I got to share Give me the girl them Every time I look in I'm a man is only girls I want to find a two me love them design But I don't really care what people say I don't really watch what them want do Still I got to stick to my girls like glue And I might not play number two All I know the time it is getting jet Need a lot of cheese up in my head Got a little damsel in my bed to run that react Some guy I live them life and them not really want to check it Them not no girl, no wife, no woman, them not select it Sometimes me have to wonder if them head set them wreck it Don't know them a couple if them don't want to correct it Oh please, them no want no bees Them hang out with too much dog and catch fleas Them no want no honey, them only want the money That's how me know, so them boy, they all a move funny Look like them lost, living in the past One thing me have to tell them, sorrow mom Them better move fast, before we get cross Bad man no cater for them just because Me got so then Well I don't really care what people say I don't really watch what them want do Still I got to stick to my girls like glue And I might not play number two All I know the time it is getting dread Need a lot of cheese up in my head Got a lot of damsel in my bed to run that react Well I know flick a girl on motor road Them got the goody goody Man think me off and tell them that they got the woody woody Front way back way could take him and off and show me show me Virgin them want give me and me off and took it took it Hot girl them I said them semi semi And I tell me said them have something for gimme gimme How much time I like them all a dream about me Jimmy Jimmy Them a promise and I tell me say I feel me feel me But a promise is a comfort to a fool So cool But they don't know say that man a fi rule the school When I pet them just wet them up just like a fool When I dig get a rim me a fi use up me tool Well I don't really care what people say I don't really watch what them want do Still I got to stick to my girls like glue And I might not play number two All I know the time it is getting dread Need a lot of cheese up in my head Got a little damsel in my bed to run that real